Hello and good evening, everybody. We are Random Encounter Productions. I'm Cody Stone, and with me tonight we have... Hi, I'm Meg, and I'm playing Sarai Landir, the Eldrin Knowledge Cleric. I'm Andrew, I'm playing Grizz, the Dwarven Kinsai Monk. Oh, I'm not used to going so early in the list. Uh, hey, I'm Mars, uh, I'm playing Talrathoka Blade, the Wood Elf Scout. And I'm Kez, and I'm playing Treasure Knight Crafter, the Tiefling Barbarian. And I'm the voice of Pixie, and eventually I'll have a camera back, but until then, I'm still playing Fable Frost, the Ace Genasi Phoenix Soul Sorcerer. Thank God I'm loud. I will continue to perform with no camera. <laughs> I also really appreciate that um, Pixie's big problem with her camera was, uh, was a delay, and is currently happening for everybody for me, so... Pew, 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 pew. Them's the goodness, kids. Um, so welcome, welcome, welcome. This is uh, Random Encounter Productions. This is Disasters in Danger. It is our D&D 5e high fantasy game. And uh, before we get into the action for this evening, I believe we do have a couple of quick announcements. Uh, Megup, would you mind telling us all about our friends over at Norse Foundry? Boy, howdy, would I, Cody? <clears throat> so... If you go to NorseFoundry.com and use the promo code REPRPG, you get 15% off of your order with them. They make absolutely beautiful dice, uh, gemstone dice, metal dice, bone dice. Um, Valentine's Day is... This might be a little late for Valentine's Day ordering, but you can always say, it, you know, that it got back ordered or something. They have some beautiful things like these rose quartz. Or, these, these aren't rose quartz. These are... Watermelon quartz. Watermelon um, jade. Watermelon jade. I'm an idiot. Um, and these absolutely honkin' badonkers. Uh, beautiful boulders. We love, we love a thick boy in this house. Yes. Um, they also work with Elderwood Academy to make these beautiful dice boxes and dice vaults. Um, they smell like Christmas. So again, use our code REPRPG for 15% off of your order. It's no small dice when it comes to them. Um, they're absolutely phenomenal, and you can check them out. Awesome. Yeah, give them a try. Thank you so, so much. And I believe we do have some uh, friends from around the internet that uh, get take their time to come and hang out and play with us every week. Uh, Andrew, what's going on with Easy to Spell? Oh, uh, yeah, I'm not sure if I'm allowed to announce this, but I'm going to make our first official announcement. We have Sunset Campaign 1. We're doing it this Sunday. We won't be playing D&D, but we are going to be doing a talk back, recapping our last episode um, and getting ready for campaign two, which I'm really excited about. I've been working on the setting for a while since we have kind of started to discuss closing out the first one. Um, I don't know how many, much detail I'm allowed to go into. So join us on Sunday at uh, six o'clock central um, and we'll go. I'll, I'll run it by the, my boss, Mike who runs the actual stream and see what I'm allowed to actually say. Absolutely. Um, I, I yeah, understand that. To, but yeah, that's easy to spell. It's two L's because it's easy to spell and we did it wrong anyways. Um, yeah. Hopefully we see you guys on Sunday and for campaign two. Awesome. Yeah, definitely. Give them a, give them a, a, a follow, give them a like, uh, go ahead and check out the show on Sunday nights. It is a very good time. Looking forward to a campaign two. Um, also, 
Uh, Meg, what's going on in Tamriel these days? You know, not much. We're just getting ready for the brand new expansion, High Isle, which comes out, I believe it starts, uh, like the dungeons start dropping in March, which is really, really cool. Yeah. Nice. That's right around the corner. It is. Got a whole bunch of new dungeons to come up. That's awesome. I'm going to dive back into some ESO myself. So uh, check out Megan over on uh, MegUp, Meg underscore up. Yep. Awesome. Cool, 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 cool. And uh, our friends from Lance Orlando, uh, what's going on there, Kez? So Lance is back in full practice season. Uh, if for those of you who don't know, we are a local live action novelty combat entertainment group. That's what we do. So a lot of the stuff you see our characters do here, like swinging swords, not the spells part. We haven't figured that one out yet. We're working on it. But the actual sword swinging part and cool like acrobatics, that's what we do. And if you want to learn how to do that too, meet us at Cypress Grove Parks on Sundays at 10 a.m. towards the back of the park if you'd like to join in. Fantastic. That is in the local Orlando area. Um, let's see. Pixie, do you have any announcements? You have a 24-hour stream coming up, don't you? She's dealing Assuming with... Assuming any of my tech behaves, yes, I do, and I'm very scared. If you've ever done a 24-hour stream, um, please send me any information about snacks you liked, caffeine you liked. Um, please send me money for Red Bull. Please tell me if it's appropriate to film myself, stream myself while I nap halfway through the day. Uh, um, please, 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 please. I'm very, very scared. I may die. Um, I will probably die. Tune in to see if I die. That's that's my pitch. That's what I've got. Feeling yes, real, real good about this, kids. Feeling real, <laughs> real strong. Just Why would real... you care? It's not like you'll have to check on me all day Monday in my coma state and make sure I eat. It's not... Oh, wait, you will. <laughs> right. Yep. Not going to have to do that at all. Super excited for that. Um, and I... Be- oh, let's see. Are we getting a picture? <laughs> I'm, a- I'm back. Hey, there we go. Welcome okay. back. Just in time. Mars, do you have anything you would like to announce before we move into tonight's adventure? Actually, yes. Fantastic. So, a friend of mine decided to jump in on streaming, and yeah, he's my old DM. He wanted to run a game. So, you know what? Sure, I'll jump in. I'll just have some fun with him. Yeah. But then I also found out he's trying to do other things, like just playing other random little games, like some older games. But he has this fun little thing where if you spend channel points, he will stop his game and do some exercises. Hey. So let me go ahead and link his thing here. Okay. It's role play games. So we should absolutely not make him work out during games. We should not save up channel points to make him do burpees every 10 minutes. Listen, I've been doing (laughs) fitness for subs for a month and a half now. He can fucking man up, all right? I got to do three one-minute planks the other day in a full Tinkerbell cosplay. He can fucking man up and take the channel points. I'm excited to check that out. So uh, roleplay gains, uh, link should be in the chat. Definitely head on over there and check them out. Now, um, if you guys are longtime fans of the channel, welcome back. Thank you for being here. We do have a couple of quick announcements. So for uh, for at least the rest of February and March, 
um, Disasters and Danger, our flagship show, is going to be taking place here on Wednesday nights with a uh, 8 p.m. start. Um, that is to accommodate uh, some daytime work uh, stress on my part. But if you only watch us on Monday nights, uh, we still got you covered. Um, in the next two weeks, we are going to be bringing in uh, two more shows uh, for on offer with a bunch of new friends, uh, some friends that have been in the chat, some friends that are just friends of the channel, or you've seen them on different shows, different times. And um, all of our long-term cast members, of course, have the opportunity to to bounce in and out. Uh, what we are doing is on Saturday nights, we will be running Masks of Narlahotep, the uh, very long uh, famed Call of Cthulhu, uh, Cthulhu. Um, that is the, the phonetic way to pronounce it, uh, campaign uh, on Saturday nights. So that'll start at 8 p.m. Then on Monday nights, we are going to be doing a Blades in the Dark campaign. Uh, setting as written. Just uh, a bunch of uh, small-time crooks trying to, to make it big uh, as they uh, steal a bunch of stuff in a, in a weird steampunk, whale punk, um, pseudo-spiritual place. Yeah, yeah, it runs, I think What's it's... What's whale punk? It's uh, it runs off of whale fat oil, I believe. There's a lot of whaling involved. Whaling is is a big part. I believe it was really just cribbed like right from Dishonored. That portion. I was about of to it. say that just sounds like it's Dishonored is whale punk then. Right? Yeah. 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 It's yeah. Yeah. yeah it doesn't I'm run on Steam. It, it's it's whale fat. That be a thing. Um, I I I am still learning about the setting. I just I do know that like. It's an island nation. Whales are uh, where they they get a bunch of like kraken teeth. Is uh, there? Those are very valuable. Um, a lot of interesting things. Andrew, if you have any details, please jump in. Nope. Cool. All right. No additional details. <laughs> I was thinking, do kraken have teeth? I thought they had beaks. No, because I... they have. Um. So so, so uh, hold on. Because cephalopods have teeth. They can bite. So can chickens. <laughs> Hold on. Have you ever been bitten by a fish? It hurts a fucking lot. I mean, yeah. Hold on. A, a whale with two elongated teeth in one of the original... They have, to, they have to eat a ship. They have to be able to crunch things, right? I a big old beak. Yeah, there you go. So... Well, we're, we'll we'll all discover I'm what happens with those on Monday up. night. It, It'll be a watch good time. to find out. There you go. Watch <laughs> to find out. Um. Ah! <laughs> ah! Ah! That kid's what you call the immediate regret of uh, googling something on the internet. I'm going to make everybody watch it and read it and find out. It's going, it's going. Uh, hey, are we done talking about the thing I'm afraid oh, sorry, of yet? Yes, or can you guys just like give sorry, me a heads sorry, up? Sorry, forgot, okay. forgot, forgot. Okay. All right, we're good. We're going to get into into tonight's adventure. So um, our adventure takes place in the Feywild. Here in a realm of vibrancy and bold uh, magic, our heroes find themselves buried deep beneath the mountains of sands, the immeasurable dunes of ash and um, 
corrupted flesh, the remains of the long, now, long dead of the Feywild. An evil, an ancient evil, and former ally of the Arch Fey, the Choking Sands, has returned to uh, reap their vengeance on the Feywild, regardless of what it may do to the prime material planes at large. And as such, magic is beginning to starve. Our heroes in our last adventure faced off against one of the uh, prime pharaohs of this ancient mortal civilization. These denizens of undeath bound in sacred bandages by their fey allies. Absorbing his uh, fellows, the unified pharaohs, have renamed themselves Ankhotep and have sworn death for the entirety of the Feywild. Our heroes know that the Winter Court is the one remaining uh, sort of stronghold that uh, is facing off against these uh, nefarious dangers. And being guided by ghost lights of long-dead fae spirits, long-dead, perhaps not long-dead, just here within the city of the Summer Court, they have been guided to a central uh, chamber, to a sort of uh, senate dome, a place that is giving them rest and shelter following their bitter conflict. Um, Saride, uh, a denizen of the Feywild herself, has sorted through some of the information that, uh, that existed here within the Summer Court, as they were the, the first realm to face the Choking Sands. I believe you had come to recognize the uh, City of the Autumn Stars, was the burial place of um, of the first sacred bandages that were uh, part gift and now lingering curse to the mummy Ankhotep. Uh, the other piece of the puzzle that remains to be found is the heart and uh, missing soul the uh, the organs of the pharaohs. If I'm not mistaken, you guys do not have any leads on that particular front. Okay, great. Um, was there any more information that you guys had gleaned or gathered from uh, from the city of Summer before? Uh, the end of our show last week, week before. 
you had you had mentioned something about the um, teleportation circles that lead to the other courts. If yes. we could figure out how to get them to work, um, yes, they they do exist in the town. You uh, at least know where one of them is here, um, and. If you want to, so you guys have regathered, um, you can do this pre or post long rest. That is up to you guys. Um, you can try to search through the, the database here at the fountain and see what information can be gathered from within the city of summer. Um, if you can, uh, piece together some of these, um, do, 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 do. some of the circle like addresses then you can teleport you will be able to teleport to them I think that at some point again either pre or post long rest but definitely want to take long rest uh-huh. uh, treasure would at least want to go through some of the databases but also try to connect what she may know about the mummy processes that would be going on in Jalen and if any of that would be helpful about where the rest of the organs the heart all that good stuff would be potentially around here okay um yeah go ahead and make me a um you can make me a history check um i'll go ahead and give you advantage on it because i think we've covered a bit of this but go ahead dirty 20 dirty 20 okay um so the the mummy in the desert culture that you are familiar with is uh sort of mirrored after the the culture that arose of the right of the choking sands right so there are definitely some similarities uh you know it the heart is the most sacred organ it would have been kept in a canopic jar with a small amount of um enchantment magic on it probably some abjuration normally the organs would be kept with the um with the mummies themselves right that is kind of their uh, in a traditional thing, if they were pharaohs or um, royalty of of these desert cultures, they may have been kept in a separate chamber, uh, usually within the same pyramid. However, because these mummies were not, it was not done as a matter of exaltation for them. It was this was a, a, a prison and a curse. Um, you're pretty certain those organs are kept in their own um, tomb or someplace uh, well defended and created by the Fae to prevent um, these the former pharaohs from rising back to to power. Um, and of course, that's something I would share with the party. I'd try to at my best doodle what I can of what a canopic jar has I as far as I know looks like right would look like right absolutely is there somewhere they might have kept them separate because something like those are going to be impossible to find in all of this uh Sarai do you think they would have just Moved them to another city? If you hey. can't find them. Since I have a lo- loose idea 
of what these things look like. Can I try scrying? Yeah. Do you have the spell slot before resting, or, do you, or is this after oh, the long I've, rest? I had to, I had to rest. Okay. I was out. So, so we are post long rest. That's fine. Just Thank for you, long rest. just for calculating purposes. The reason I ask is because those of us with mummy rot can't get our hit points back. Right. So, uh, with a um, who has mummy rot? Was it just two of you? And Thosin. Oh, Thosin. Thosin's not here. Thosin has the mummy rot. Mm-hmm. Um. So, those of you with uh, with mummy rot, to prevent it from chipping away at your maximum hit points at the start of the day, you uh, can have cast on you either remove curse, um, remove curse currently. Um, at some point, you'll have to move to greater restoration. Uh, it'll suppress it for 24 hours. When you cast the spell, you choose. Uh, will you be able to regain hit points through natural healing? So start of your day. So right now you'd get your hit points back to full because you've just finished the long rest um, and be able to use your hit dice throughout the day. Or are you going to rely on the magic, magical healing? I think I'm going to have to rely on some magical healing because I am literally useless without the spell slots. I mean, you'll get your spell slots back either way. It just depends on what will be able to heal you. Do potions count as magic healing? Uh, yes, potions are not uh, natural healing. Natural healing counts as long rest and sh- short rest. So things that would happen at those times. Just to remind Saride and Fable, uh, Treasure does have the ability to help you guys get a spell slot back. Yeah. Yeah, I, just, I wish I had any of those spells to use. I do not. I do. I have. And your staff should recover some charges, I believe. Uh, yeah. Let me call for that. And remove curse is a third level spell, so it is easier to cast than um than greater restoration. And since okay. it is the start of a new rest, that's what I was doing. You can uh, prepare that spell. Put it on. Yeah. That's what I was doing. I was trying to find that. I'm so sorry. Okay. You're okay. No, you're fine. I'm. Same same struggles, because yeah, I I I cannot. If someone's willing to to remove the curse on me, great. But if not, I understand, because I cannot remove it on myself. No, I'll do it. I'm. Dude, who else can cast it here? No one. So, so no, I'll do that's it. Fine. I'm okay. just, I'm, I never like to assume. Like, oh, you're healing me. Fine. Like, I never like to assume that I am taking someone else's spell slots. Like, that's a dick move to just assume that you're taken care of. So, one for you, one for me. Fuck. And... None for you, Glen Coco. I would like... I would like to try something um, as far as the teleportation circles, because I have the cube of... um, Gate cube. Yeah, cube gate. Yeah. Can I try to use that as like a focus to get the address for the other teleportation circles? Just because it's a teleportation aid. Um, cubic aid is is more about plane shifting. Um, right. But I'll, sure, I'll, um, when you make the investigation check, 
I'll let you do it with advantage. Sure. Okay. We have no food, right? It's all been it has rotted by the yeah. Yep. It okay. is it is mummy rotted away. Um you were able to sustain yourselves off of the the magical water of the of the summer city. Um but moving forward you don't know how long that'll last. The last water. the decanter. You have the decanter of endless water, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so you've at least got water. Um, you'll have. You can survive, I think, up to like, I think, a week without food. Oh. It's like three oh, days without water. Water. Yeah. You. Water. Yeah, yeah. You need. You need water. Um, I'm sure there's an actual schedule. Um, I was trying to see because I have the feature that lets me give people uh, temporary hit points when I cook for them. But you got try to buff up. But we've got no food. You got nothing to cook, my dude. Yeah, nothing to cook. You're you're Peter this Panning. This is Chris's nightmare. Yeah, you're you're doing some hook with a water bowl and, uh, and yeah. some plates. Uh, can I go ahead and do the bolstering magic for Sarai since she was using those spell slots? Yes. Thank you. You're welcome. And it likes you, so a level three or lower spell slot. Hey, that's your rad. choice. Thank you. And, uh, well, if we have no food, hopefully we can look around and, I don't know, make food. Scorpion roasted well isn't that bad. I love if you know that, honestly. It's not terrible. It, it's all about the spices, honestly. But, uh, it's kind of like desert crab. I I'm going to need that. confirmation well, in real life from anyone who's ever eaten scorpion, if that is true. In fact, I need to know. It is kind of like okay. desert crab. <laughs> okay. I, I guess all Grizz is going to set out to try to dig up scorpions and bugs and stuff. <laughs> I got a 19 on my investigation for the portal. Okay. For sure. The, whatever. Um, so the city of the autumn stars was, uh, was very, was a, would have been a Feywild ruin, um, even without the sand. Uh, so there is no teleportation circle directly to it, but there is to a nearby city, um, to a, it's more like a large village and it's, um, it was built not even a half a day, uh, travel. Out away from from the city, so it's a couple of hours. So you do have the address to it to a relatively close place, but you will not be dropping into the middle of the city of Autumn Stars. Um, okay. So, but yes, you you do you absolutely do find that um, for Saride and Fable. Um, we never, I never heard whether you guys were going to be able to heal yourselves through magic or through natural means today. Magic. Magic. Magic as well. Double magic. Sounds good. Okay. The day is yours. You do not know how long the ghost lights of the Summer City will persist. Um, But you do have a little bit of a hike uh, just through the city in general to get to the teleportation circle. You are at the Summer Senate, and 
while the Fey courts of the of the seasons are very much um, monarchies and and should not be confused for anything else, they are also monarchies that that did have um, noble noble courts basically and this is sort of a gathering judgment hall of those um so you are very close to um the titania's palace tallest spire of the city uh you guys had kind of tripped over the top of it on your way to the pyramids uh just a day ago and uh you are also close to one of the um central barracks of the of the summer court and that is where the teleportation circle is for you to teleport out of unless you have teleportation circle and would like to draw your own here um but i don't know if there are material components you guys would have to do that So, what is the order of the day, my friends? I'm helping Grizz hunt for breakfast. Okay, make me some survival checks, breakfast hunters. Just had a tiny question. Sure. Is the city abandoned, or are there people here? So, you guys are um, beneath about half a mile of sand. Sand and ash. You have, um, when Ankhotep ascended, unified, uh, whirlpools of, of sand were sort of created to drag you under them. And before each of you had, were, were forced to, you know, suffocate beneath the well-named choking sands, um, the ghost lights, the spirits of these dead fae. Of these gone fae um protected you and dragged you down into the city as far as you know the city itself is empty you have not run into anything more than these um sort of wisps these glowing uh ball lights that have guided you and have through sort of force of will kind of pushed the sands back and opened up paths and enough room and air for you to uh, breathe and live and exist. So uh, it is, you can tell the magic is strained. You, you uh, maybe a good arcana check would give you an idea of how long this, this magic can resist the sands. Um, but otherwise you don't have any real good idea. In uh, perfect Grizz fashion, I rolled a natural 20 on my breakfast hunt. Okay. Good. I rolled a 16. Okay. Nice. Yes. Good, good, good. Um, yeah. There, so, so there's not a lot of natural vegetation or fauna because this is not 
this is not what the Feywild ever was, right? The, I mean, not this part of it, at least, was never giant uh, Sahara Desert dunes. But because you, you rolled a natural 20, um, yeah, there there is some... Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna say it's like some. Uh, you think it was like a like a tree frog or like an iguana lizard, like a, I'm talking like a rainforest lizard that like got covered in sand and was like I know how to survive here, and and like burrowed its way around. So so sure there there is some form of uh, of clearly much prefers to be in a in a humid or uh, maybe not tropical jungle but like definitely a temperate uh climate that is like i've adapted to the desert in in a in a week or so sure it's a fair wild you can... adapted you mean this hasn't been killed yet yeah i mean it, it, if hey man it um it's the bear grills of lizards um so bear grills. there it is there it is yeah uh yeah is it enough for me to do my chef feature to yes give, uh okay yeah, yeah yeah absolutely no it's a big iguana yeah it, it's 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 like uh watch out they fall from the trees iguana uh oh, a minor tree chicken. chicken yeah 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 exactly exactly uh cool so that is four temporary hit points to everybody but me yeah and uh Grizz- you get those Yeah, you do. Because it's okay. magic, okay. Yes, right? you do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tempor- temporary hit points. Uh, so temporary hit points is not healing um, because they that. have their own limitations. You can always uh, grant yourself or any abilities that would grant temporary hit points uh, are due function for you guys. Um, and Grizz, you can note that even as you are um, butchering and prepping and cooking... The it is only because Ankotep and the those pyramids have begun to move away. You can see this meat is is like you're racing against its um rot, essentially. Eat fast. Eat fast. Iguana Tartar. Can we Everything's just, tar-tar we invent, when you have Do we invent food. sushi right now? Like we find a way to prepare it uncooked because it's faster and then it's somehow good? <laughs> just Tempura tree chicken. I am down. <laughs> there you go. Now I'm getting hungry again. Oh, there you go. Well, that's all you get. So while Treasure and Grizz are hunting for food, can I start just blitzing around the city and see if there's maybe anything that might be able to help us in some way? Like maybe some potions that possibly survived or scrolls or anything? If you want to take the time to do it, yeah, absolutely you can. Uh, so do you need me to roll anything or... I need you to make a investigation check that's a 21 21 okay uh give me just a moment and then 
uh, I will let you know. But what is everyone... Uh, so that's while breakfast is happening. Um, go ahead and roll me a percentile. Uh, Talroth. Uh, 37. 37. Okay. And roll me 2d6. Nine. Okay. Nice. Um, you, as you are searching throughout the, um, throughout the court. Most of the ghost lights, uh, because you split from the party, are only able to um, open up smaller areas for you. So the larger buildings without the rest of the party are, are pretty kind of off limits. But you are able to search through. You do find some of the um, soldier domiciles uh, outside the barracks, so most likely for officers or um, veterans, things like that. A lot of their weapons and armor have undergone uh, rapid decay and rot. Um, very much just sort of part of the nature of this place. The food and, and potions, all those bottles, the crystal vials, everything associated with that has definitely been expired. Um, but you are able to find a couple of scrolls. Uh, the The nature of the parchment survives well in the um, dry, arid uh, temper temperament of this place. You do find uh, two magical scrolls. Uh, one is a spell scroll of Phantom Steed. And uh, the other is a spell scroll of Crusader's Mantle. So Mars knows what those do. Talroth just, I, yeah, I can't read these. No, so I'll just stick them in, stick them in the pouch, and just take them back. Okay, sounds uh, sounds good. Um, I uh, I apologize, friends. Do you mind if we take our break now? A uh, short 10-minute break at this point, give you guys a chance to gather up, and then uh, we will be right back. I apologize, everybody. We will see you in just a minute, but until then, stay tuned. Back, everybody. We are Random Encounter Productions. I'm Cody Stone. With me tonight, we have... Again, playing Sir Redlander, the clerk. There we go. I'm Andrew. I'm playing Grizz, the uh, Dwarven Kensai Monk. I'm Caitlin. I'm playing Fable Frost, the Ice Genasi Phoenix Soul Sorcerer. Hey, I'm Maz playing Talroth Oakenblade, the Wood Elf Scout. And I'm Kez playing Treasure Nightcrafter, the Tiefling Barbarian. When last we left off, uh, you guys were just exploring a little bit of the uh, City of the Summer Court. Um, Talroth had just returned with a couple of spell scrolls, the uh, uses of which he is unsure of. 
but um, what would the rest of you like to get up to? Uh, pretty much just look around, see if there's anything here that I can grab or note down that would be mummy exterminate or mummy repellenty. <laughs> um, so where, I mean, where you're at, you guys have pretty much found everything you want. Um, you guys can head to the, uh, Titania's Spire. If you want to explore that, or you can head to the barracks um, and head to the, the teleportation circle, or you can explore the rest of the city if you would like. Um, although I haven't heard anybody figure out how long these ghost lights are going to be able to uh, keep the sand at bay. Ooh, that is a point. So we might want to head towards the barracks. Yes. And I, yeah. for very selfish reasons, would like to uh, get this situation fixed soon you're allowed to be selfish this is literally your life you're fucking allowed let's that's not a problem we see we head out okay and you know Cody since you mentioned it I'll try the arcana check to see if I can figure it out okay go for it yeah twelve you're not sure. Yeah. You you don't really know. Not what I expected. Many apologies. So, you guys um, gather your stuff together. You fill your uh, wineskins and, and water skins with, with the water that you can. And you begin to make your way uh, to the to the barracks. The sand is slowly pulling back, uh, revealing the canopy of gold and silver, sort of inlaid trees, the radiance of this place when true daylight hit it must have been near blinding. It is a joyful summer scene, or perhaps normally it would be. As you make your way down the road, the bit of grit and sand and ash beneath your feet um, grinds against the cobblestones, and it is the only sound. It is quite deafening here. Um, There's no wind, and... Everything you hear is so very muffled, being so deep beneath all of the grit. You don't see the entirety of the barracks as you make your approach. The ghost lights are able to push back part of the wall and the uh, and the doors. The doors are already um, cracked and busted. They've been opened through assault and battle and as you make your way up over the splintered wood um, who is up front 
Okay. All right. Survive and Grizz. Okay. Uh, would you guys make me athletics checks? Eleven. Thirteen. Thirteen and eleven. Okay. Yeah, it takes you guys a moment, but you begin to pull back the barricaded debris um, that is sort of buried in the sand, and you can see here um, the remains of armor and arms uh, that look rusted over, um, corrupt in a way that is clearly magical. Even the precious gems of gold that normally does not corrode or rot seems to be being nipped at by this um, this unholy rot. The bodies of the soldiers in their armor have long since uh, turned to sand, and you can see some of the ghost lights shifting and dancing across where the corpses would have been trying to clear the sand away. The little wisps seem more frantic in this moment than you have seen them before. Talroth, yes. Is it obvious it looks like they're trying to move the sand? Um, yeah. I'll help out a little bit and just between like a um, mage hand and gust and just start moving some of the sand away from the corpses. Okay. Yeah. As you do, um, there are no corpses there. Again, it's all, it's all turned to ash and sand at this point, but it does seem to give them a, a give those ghost lights a, a moment to refocus and uh, transition their observations back to, to keeping the dome up and at bay. You make your way through the barracks. Um, there is some, if you wanted to step and stop and collect gold or inlay or silver, things like that, I guess you could. Um, but I don't think any of you seem terribly interested in that. Okay. Um, within a few minutes of, of travel, you are to the teleportation room, room with teleportation circle. Um, who is casting this spell? What's the spell? Teleportation circle. None Jesus. of us have it. None of us have it. However, what level of spell is that? Uh, fifth, I believe. Then I can do it. I have the five times ability to cast any fifth level spell, even if it's not on my spell list that I got in the library. I have only used one of them. I have five left. What is that? So when we did the thing with the magic robbing, that was the thing that I got was I got the ability to um, cast to any fifth badass? level spell. Even not four, six times. I used it once to try to stop the guy. Um, and uh, and so I have, five, I have five times left, but I've been saving it for things that we... Instead of just, I'm going to get a fireball at fifth level. No, like, this is a thing no one else in the party can do. I can currently do it. I'm going to be helpful. Ah! Yeah, that's awesome. So I'm very glad I saved that. Yeah, See, also, forgot that I had it until last game. <laughs> I knew I had the scroll of remove curse, and I was going to see if what it did. And then I was like, oh, shit, I also have 
a baby Allosaurus in my pocket, and the ability to cast 75. <laughs> um, I remembered I had the pocket dinosaur, but uh, the, the, the spell stuff I did not remember. It's very good. So I shall cast the teleportation circle. Please and thank you. Okay. I'll mark one use of that stuff off of my sheet. So four times. Any fifth level spell. Yeah, that's why I'm I'm using it carefully. If I ever have to cast a fucking warlock spell or some shit, like, I'm waiting. <laughs> okay. You take the time to activate the, um, the sigils around the circle, inputting the address as you had learned it, and... As each of you stands in position, the thick blue light, the sort of water-like energy begins to manifest and pulse its way out from the center until it has engulfed each of you um, very quickly. You find yourselves in a dark, dry, so definitely cooler than where you left. Chamber. High walls with sconces on the outside. There is a wooden door with a bit of light just beyond the... just to the north of where you're standing in the circle. Is there any thing moving that's in the room with us? Nothing in the room, no. Who's going to stealth to the door. Yep. Okay. Go ahead and make a stealth check. Eleven. Okay. The sound is not nearly as muffled here as it was beneath the sands, and part of the pressure in your ears has already told you that you are back towards the surface, at the very least, and the hint of daylight creeping through the bottom of the door is a good sign, but that's about as far as you've gotten. I'll move up as well. Okay. Uh, you got a 13 on my stealth check. No. About the same. Yeah, not much better. I'm scooting up as well, but shivering and not happy to be here the whole time. Uh, to say it is colder than the middle of the desert does not mean it is cold, because by treasure, by any means, um, you are... You are still far more in your climate than okay. you than you ever have been. Shared cold and she was ready to commit back yeah. to the ship. <laughs> oh, no, I, I appreciate it. I, I, I do. Um, thank you. And, and, and you may shiver as much as you uh, want. I uh, just wanted to, to be clear. Okay. So not shivering, but still like, darn, I was having fun in the heat. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> in the sweltering, the rest of us are like, thank God. And you're like, oh. Oh. <laughs> Cody, I messaged you by the way. Um, okay. Yeah. Um, 
I will, I will also, I would just like to generally say whatever we end up doing here, that I'm stealthing. Just blanket statement, stealth. Even <laughs> quiet. As quietly as we can, at least. Um, apologies, guys. If I click off of that, the camera pauses. Um, okay. So you guys are all, have all pretty much made your way to the door. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Some of you more quietly than others. I will check it for traps. Okay. Hell yeah. Yeah, make the investigation check. Uh, 24. <coughs> door's not trapped. Um, but the door does seem to, there's definitely a weight upon the door. Um, it is straining against, um, there's something heavy on the other side, not sand because the sand would have uh, spilled through the bottom of it. And, uh, you can see daylight coming, coming through there. So it doesn't obscure the entirety of it. Um, but there's definitely some debris or something that is heavily leaning up against those doors. Um, Pleasure. I think this is a job for you. Is it okay if I get loud? As quietly as you can. As quietly loud as you can. She takes blood burner, turns it to the other side. <laughs> to try the quiet to side. <laughs> the quiet side. To try to get the door open. Okay. Yeah, make a, um, are you just trying to damage, like, the, so the door is wooden, you can just damage the wood, and, like, if you're trying to chop it down, you can do that, or are you just trying to, like, push the door open? Does the door have hinges? Basically that, the hinges. Okay, so can the door- lever the hinges, because that's going to be way quieter than just smashing through the door, I feel like. Okay. Um, so the door does have hinges. Like the pull of Michelangelo when he pulls her, when he- or Leonardo da Vinci, da Vinci when he like opens the door and ever after. Right. So the man in history is the man who opened a door. <laughs> so the the design of the door is for them to open um in. So to towards you guys. So yeah, you can you can uh, pop the hinges if you if you want. Is that what you're what you're working on doing? Yes, that's why I was turning it slightly to Great. pop hinges and, of course, make sure it's not locked so we can get the whole door just off. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No problem. Um, okay. Uh, make me a... Um, if you would have tools, I would say, like a carpenter's tools or anything like that. Uh, but just make me a strength check, then. Thank God I'm not Vox Machina. So that's going to be a 21. Yeah. You defeat the door. Um, however, I do need everybody to make me um, dexterity saving throws. Is it an effect that I can see? Uh, yes. 18. I I rolled with advantage and got a double 15. Ooh. Four. 
26. Okay. Sounds good. Um, so everybody except for... Um, everybody succeeded except for the five and the four. That is... I mean, that just... You mean Meg and I didn't succeed that test that clearly was meant to hurt us with our un- with our single-digit saves? What? So, um, for those of you that saved, uh, it, it the total damage is 13 if you failed. Uh, if you saved, it is... Uh, we can go ahead and call it an AoE, so if you have... Um, Evasion. You can dodge out of the way. What it is, it, up against the door was a, a, a... As she pops the hinge, a heavy stone column that was leaning up against the top of the door um, just sort of flaps and falls falls into it. Because the door is the only thing sort of holding it up. And once you've released it off of the hinges, it, it just sort of collapses in on you guys. Um... Although I think technically should have been the end. Doesn't matter. We're past it now. So you guys get past the door. Congratulations. You look out into the uh, ruins of this city, the city of Eloriel. Um, it is a large village, not quite a full-on city at this point. You are in what is obviously sort of the, the central government building and the stonework and wooden uh, structure of this place is uh, destroyed. Um, it has been burnt, sacked, ravaged, and is mostly in ruins. Um, there is no smoke rising from any of these, the homes that you can see. Uh, but there is a second floor to this building um, that has sort of the stoneworks kind of been uh, jigsaw puzzled out just as the bricks have broken and fallen all along the way. Um, what are your passive perceptions? 19. Okay. 18. 13. Okay. 11. 21. I don't feel so bad with the 11, but still not great. <laughs> okay. Um, so those, those of you are at uh, 11 and 13, you guys kind of hear something. But um, those of you above a, above a 15 um, and definitely above the, tw- above the 20, there is about 500 feet to the west as you come out on the street, you can hear it coming from from down the road. Um, it sounds further away than that, but there is the sound of work, of excavation happening. Sounds of um, sounds of of like wheels, uh, squeaking wheels, turning of of stone being chipped and, and hammered at of, um, of figures uh, sort of shoveling and definitely a group of people working. 
I'm going to kind of motion everybody and just point towards like an empty room near us and just move. Okay. Sure. You said it was about how far away? Uh, At least 500 feet. Are there any voices or we're just hearing kind of like machinery effectively? Oh, no, you hear people. You you hear you. you, There is uh, there are living voices that are that are there. Well, voices. Let's see if they're living or not. They sound living. That's what matters. They sound living. Mm-hmm. I believe the term is living impaired. Your friend is dead. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> Guys, I don't know how to tell you this. but I am devastated that Tom is not here for this arc specifically. <laughs> and I am inclined to drag it on just until he gets back. So we can have our undead friend in the undead desert. I feel like you feel at home. Is it wrong that part of me is thinking Narvi is waiting to still to teleport and we just left him without realizing it? (laughs) Oh, no. Oh, man. Yeah, ducking into that side room. Okay. Yeah, you guys get in in into the more of the village proper. Um, You are looking around. The destruction of this place is pretty thorough. Um, and it is down, down the street, uh, looks like there is some sort of drop off or like a cliff face, uh, just outside the edge of the town, about a football field, uh, maybe a little more. So yeah, outside of the town, uh, you guys heading that direction? I think so. Yeah. Okay. Stealthily. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you can go ahead and make stealth checks if you would, if you would like. Eighteen for me. Okay. That's a twenty-three with the advantage. Fourteen. I broke thirty, so yeah. Six. All right. Treasure, you are happy to be back in the desert. You are just just walking about. Um, the rest of you do do very well. Uh, you can start to get outside of the town if you want. And um, the closer that you head towards the side, you can hear a, a fair amount of talking. Um, definitely orders being given. Uh, the The groans and uh, sort of uh, haunting moans of of undeath. As you guys creep your way towards the edge of of the cliff face, um, I'd like you all to make perception checks. Twenty nine. Okay. Well. Okay. Nine. Not twenty for a thirty-one. Ooh. Five. It's actually got a nat twenty-two. That's two natural twenties on a single check. Nice. I nice. really hope y'all balance out for the shit I am rolling. Please. Um. Ah. Everybody can kind. Everybody can make out. Um, about 
150, 200 feet beneath this, uh, in this ravine. Uh, and it looks like there was perhaps at some point a river that, um, that cut through here has long since dried up with, with the choking sands. Um, there is a camp. There are about half a dozen, uh, tents of, uh, of tan hide and the sand has sort of been pushed, uh, entirely up and out of, out of the way. Okay. There are mummies, undead, uh, the larger and the smaller versions of the mummies, sort of digging and excavating out of a large cave that is on the opposite face from where you guys have, have crept your way up to. This is a, looks like some form of excavation um, or some sort of effort to dig up or explore the city of the autumn stars. Um, those of you, because you roll two natural 20s, I will go ahead and, and tell you guys, there are at least six of those uh, priests that you fought outside the pyramids. They seem to be the taskmasters that are down there. Um, along with the six priests, there are four uh, deformed giants um, that look... Uh, they look like the... They look like the, the bad guy uh, from 300... Not Xerxes, uh, the the goat humpback, blah, that guy. The immortals. The uh, no, no, I'm talking about the one that wanted to be a Spartan, and like lumbered around. That I've oh. never seen this film. I'm just gonna have to paint a picture from your words. It's fun. <laughs> uh, giant humpback, huge single eye, one small eye. Um, yes, if. So, right, go ahead and make me a history check with advantage. I know what these are. If they are, that means, Cody, you're kind of a bastard. Oh, I love to hear that. Are we fighting something that's uh, going to kill us? No. It's not going to kill you. Net 20 for a 30. Are we fighting something that's going to try really hard to kill us? Um, this is a Fomorian. Yep. Fomorian? Oh, fuck this. Yeah. So, okay. Formians or Fomorians are a. Yeah. Fomorian. F O M O R I A N. Uh, you can go ahead and look up the picture of that. And uh, and then. Oh, thank you. Yeah. It's, it's not that bad, but um, it's like a giant uh, mixed with. The crudest way I can say it. Um, oh, maybe that 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 really messed up orc from like uh, Return of the King. Yeah. That oh, guy. the one who's missing. Fi- okay. Yeah, yeah. No, I see it now. Yes, Fom- I got you. Fomorian. The one I keep trying not to say is Elephant Man, which feels awful. Um, I mean, it's but from the. I mean, if it's sure. But. That's the film. That's the. That, yeah. yeah. I mean, that is that is the story. Um. So, 
bank with a natural 20, uh, Sarai knows. Fomorians are giants, uh, or they used to be. They used to be among the, the most beautiful creatures in all of existence. Cursed by the Fae for their vanity and greed. Their evil nature uh, of their body on the outside created to match the fetid uh, disgust of their personalities on the inside. Uh, they usually exist in the underdark of the Feywild and hate uh, with, a, with a burning passion the, the Fey. They are cursed um, by the Fey to this ugliness. And if they gaze upon you, um, they can potentially inflict that curse of ugliness and deformity upon you. Gaze. <coughs> so we already got mummy rot. Let's just add this and just scapegoat our way through everything. So, when you say gaze upon, is it like a like a gorgon with a stone? Kind of. Uh, so it's does it have to be a reciprocated look? No, or? no, no, no. It's an active attack on their part. So fuck. Okay. Yeah. So hiding. So hiding. Obscuring your vision from them will not protect you from from. This is curse of the evil eye. This is literally. All right. She will share information. And among those also that you do pick out, you do pick out uh, two uh, relatively normal looking fae. And perhaps. If you guys had not rolled as as uh, brilliantly in your eagle-eyed vision as you had, uh, you would have missed the marks of subjugation on their wrists. Um, there are there, one of them seems to be an eladrin. Um, the other one appears to be, I believe, a. Um, Dryad. No, it can't be a dryad. The tree would have died and it would have died with it. Uh, Seder. Let's go with Seder. The business in front, Seder. Party's in the back. He's business up front. There you go. Oh. What are the odds that they're trying to excavate one of the canopic jars? Seems a little too convenient, right? I mean, he's not just going to send his enemies off looking for them. He's going to have all his allies trying to find them. Um, you, so we can I... I apologize. You are pretty sure the canopic jars are not here, but the bandages that you are after would also undermine and, and perhaps turn the tide of, of the battle at large. So it is a very important artifact. Right idea, wrong artifact. You guys know okay, that. I thought we were. Yeah, I thought we were farther away. Okay, now we're good. You're good. On the right track. Yep. Hey, so just before How? we go in there, do we know if it's possible to remove those marks of subjugation they've got? Can I do an Arcana check? Yeah, absolutely. Something? Yeah. 
29. Yes. Yeah. A, a um, dispel magic of sufficient strength can uh, remove it. Um, the it looks like they are glyphs. Uh, they are in part glyphs of warding. Um, so it, they may explode if uh, if not done um, if alerted and and those people are not safe. Right. So we don't just go charging in. It is it is the suicide squad um, head okay. bomb, but on. On their wrists. I hate that so much. That's a that's a throwback to like third edition rules. There, you're welcome. I mean, it's glyph of no, warding. No, you can, we're not welcome. You can set whatever trigger you want. So you just need a priest to say the trigger word. Yeah, it's it's. So it's, we kill that guy immediately. It's me. Those six guys. So it's it was six priests. priests? There yeah. are six priests for oh. giants. Two, two, two uh, polka dot men, and then mummies yeah. working the caves. Now they're not all—they're not all there. You're watching them come in and out, and looks like the priests have to um, pay at least some attention to the mummies as they are doing the excavation work. Right? There is a mine track, a mine cart, sort of set up. To uh to to pull stuff out, although it does look like much of the actual like digging is done because the stuff that they're pulling out now looks like pieces that would be from the city of the autumn stars. Talking like doors, tables, uh, la- like large stuff as they are searching the the city that is beneath the the stone face there. Um, so the, you don't need them to dig any deeper. They've, they're there, but they're really just trying to search through that city. Um, so it looks like each of the, the priests runs at least, at least two mummies. Um, maybe a big one, maybe a small one. Right. Um, I'm saying you guys have spent maybe 15 minutes kind of watching the comings and, and goings of this and definitely at some point uh fable or not fable excuse me treasure stands up and is like i'm tired of laying in the dirt and uh they they sort of half spot her before uh grizz and and tower they're like get down right and it's back in the dirt um yeah i mean luckily the big gold uh big goldie kind of blends in with the orange sand that's kind of the this only... This is the one place oh. where her accidentally standing up is not immediately going to get us caught. If we were in the winter court, fuck all, every... No. Sand. <laughs> and actually here, um, the sky is not the the bright yellow uh, sun in the sky, blue sky, as it was in the summer. This is the, this is the edge of... This is the Indian summer. This is the edge of, of summer and, and fall. Um, autumn. It's right along sort of this border. This river is probably a portion of it. Mm-hmm. Um, there is a a light pink hue uh, in the western portion of the sky and the, the sky above is not the blinding uh, sun but there is sand everywhere and it is um, far more desolate than you would 
you would think. Um, so. Yeah, I'm thinking we should scooch back a little bit away from the ledge okay. to figure out where we what we want to do next. Okay. You guys begin to, to sort of work your way back and, and to the side. A uh, little bit of rock kind of crumbles down off the edge. Everybody sort of holds their breath, waits to see if there's an alarm or anything raised. But after a moment or two, it passes. You guys are safe. What would you like to do? I think if there's a time, I don't want to risk those two innocent people just in an attack. But if we can get a moment when there's only one of those priests, or even two, we just have to keep them from talking long enough to get the marks off those two. And then we kind of are free to act. But if we have to deal with more than two or three priests, that's... Those two are gone. Or we can try to cut off their hands. I'm not sure how well that would work. But that's like... Rather try and save them. It, yeah. Not just. And you watch Fable kind of dart to justify that we should save them. They're innocent people. And she stops. She goes, They could help us. We are going to get lost around here. And if there's anyone around who survived who has been here from the inside, we need them to make this happen faster. So. To me, their first priority. Agree. Um, so I guess we just want to map out and see if we can figure out what, if there's a rotation, if there's a, I don't imagine there's a whole lot of like every 15 minutes there's a rotation, but if we can get a moment when there's just one priest outside or two, yeah, but the question is, where are the others going at that time? Are they going to be close enough to just pop right in, or... But the problem is, if we just sit around waiting and there's never the perfect moment, we're never going to have a moment. So we just have to decide how much risk we're willing to take in one go. Out of all the problems we run into, I didn't expect them to actually be keeping prisoners. But it also means that there's more people kind of alive than we expected. More importantly, who has dispelled magic? That means that's who I have to, we have to get up there. So. I don't know the range on it, actually. It's like uh, 60, I think? A 120. No oh, shit. Nice. I, I could get up there. Yeah. Um Cause yeah, about how far away from the top of the ledge were they down? Uh so about so the the ledge is 150 feet up. So you're talking anywhere from 150 to 200 feet, uh just kind of going across. Um and then if they go into the cave, of course, much further, but average is kind of in that in that ballpark. Okay. Yeah, I can move 
for one turn, I can move 60 feet. Mm -hmm. So um, just so that we're clear, the where they're digging is sort of like, imagine a river with a waterfall, but we're out of the river and we don't have a waterfall, right? You're kind of at an end cap. So you've got about 50 feet across uh, for, for ravine. Okay. Mm -hmm. And if you go further, what would be downriver, you can find another place and come like back up the ravine uh, if you want to. Um, otherwise, we're dropping. Otherwise, you'd be dropping down. So what do you want to do? Well, I don't want to send you alone, but we can either um, distract and make a big splash and hope that they send them to fight us. And then we take the, the prisoners with us. Or we can sneak in, be as quiet as possible, dispel in the magic on those two, and then swoop in and fight. I am assuming the reason that they have them is, I don't know, ruined yeah. things there is because they do know where it is. I wouldn't send that to fight. That's that's true. That's fair. So, if you want, I can make you invisible. So you can get there quicker and quieter. And uh, you'll get, you get one shot before it wears off, as you know. And uh, you're quickly going to have to do the next one. So then the question is, how is the rest of us going to get over there on time? Because... <sighs> Yeah, either way we slice this, this is this is a suicide run trying to do this. So those it's two not, those two things gotta sleep, right? Because they're just regular people. No, they're fae. Yeah. They don't have to sleep. They may have to trance, but the longer we wait here, the more chance there is of them, as you mentioned, catching us and finding us here. So we've got a uh, Ranged, we've. Some of us can snipe. Some of us can. Close the distance pretty quick. Actually, one of us could help close the distance really fast. Does anyone want to be a camel or a horse? To get her down there, and then she wouldn't be going alone. I don't. Neat. I I can move myself rather quickly. I know you can move yourself. I'm trying to make sure you don't end up stuck there alone. We need you to finish this too. And if you're surrounded by all of them out of range with nobody, you're smarter than that. I'm also a little bit hard here. Still. All right, and I'm... So sorry, I'm trying to make sure I have this picture right in my head. So it's a ravine, and there, how far? It's like a cliff face down at the bottom of the ravine, and there at the bottom of the ravine excavating. Yeah, and that was about 150 feet. Yeah, just cliff face is 150 feet. Okay. Okay. And 50 feet across is the bed. There is one okay. more option. Even in your, even when you're excavating. There's usually a second entrance in case of cave-ins or something. This is stuff that Fable would know, I feel like, because circus, you set up and you build in weird areas, and I'm justifying my my weird knowledge of Egyptian everything from circus and travel. Um, there's usually a second entrance. 
just in case. We could try and go around and find it. Might be easier. But you get to decide fast. If Sarahid goes, she won't be going alone. I can I'm pretty sure I can close that gap just as quick as she can. Um But I can only hide one of you for the approach. So not all of us can be stealthy. There might be a second entrance, but there might not be. Again, it's like I said, it's really just how big of a risk are we wanting to take? That's We tried hard and fast before. It didn't go super well for us. Uh, Cody, I'd want to peek back over that ledge mm-hmm. just to watch those two, like the two Fae, and see if it looks like they're going to step off to like rest or something anytime soon. Okay. If they ever have to pee. Sure. Like... <laughs> sure, sure, sure. I got yeah, you. The, yeah, because my whole thinking is why rush into the middle of it to try to get them when we can wait till they have to step away to rest or something. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. Um, why don't we do this? I will let you guys... Um, you under you don't have the, the full lay... You don't have the full workings of the camp, Right. Um, you can, um, oh, I said it was further away. Never mind. I just remembered something. We're good. This is what we're doing. Let's keep going. Um, that's a, that's a GM brain happening right there. Um, you can observe them. You can observe this camp for, I mean, up to eight hours to really understand the workings of it to know what, when you are going to have your best opportunity. It just depends on how long you all want to commit to that action. I mean, I worked as a scout for years. I'm used to laying at one spot, watching one other spot for days on end so patience isn't really an issue treasure is normally not the most patient but in this case she's looking at it like this is the difference between these two people's lives or death i will train myself to be patient for this specifically i'll not treasure the fuck out for eight hours (laughs) shut up Uh, stay down for the good of the cause (laughs) go to sleep go to sleep go to sleep i'll wake you back up it's okay like that scene in uh, Avengers when Tony Stark is hitting Hulk, except it'd be like if Tony Stark wasn't in the armor. He was just punching the Hulk, go to sleep, go to sleep, go to sleep. Yep. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. Sorry, if it was rude of me to point that out. Um, no, you're good. <laughs> no, it wasn't. That was accurate. <laughs> so the other question I have is, how far does this ravine go? Like, is there a spot where we can drop into it to get to the ground level without really being seen? I mean, it goes pretty far. It goes, 
it go it, it looks like it it slopes relatively gently probably as far as the eye can see um oh, the sorry my question was how far does the camp extend oh the camp isn't like i said it's not very big it's about it's about five tenths so maybe from from end cap waterfall spot to i'd say maybe 200 feet at most and a lot of that is the stuff that they're pulling out and just piling up along the walls a lot of that stuff is is if this was like a excavation for um like for art and relics and history this would all be stuff that would be like in crates and being cataloged and they don't care they're just tossing it to the end of the camp and getting and getting more stuff out right as they're trying to sort through everything side note so, go, go never mind sorry mind things next sorry so th- basically if i'm if i'm getting the map of this right in my head mm-hmm. there is just a pile of just garbage and trash and debris that we can th- theoretically hide behind if we were down at that ground level with them yeah more or less i mean it's it's not it's not all one big pile like they are kind of separating things out but it is not organized in any way and it is not um was organized in like big stuff little stuff big you know what i mean um you could hide among that stuff yes that is where the mummies are taking the stuff they're pulling out of the city um so there's usually a priest and uh and a mummy or two over on that end they're sort of the we got it out of the city you do you deal with it now that's their job that is that crew i can you can observe it long enough to know that that priest and his two big mummies and his one little mummy are kind of there's always somebody there that's that's their organizational job right in the base camp itself um go ahead and roll me 3d4 11. 11. Okay. Sounds good. Um, what was your question, Fable, before I keep going? If, as we were watching for watching that long, I did want to double check if they were the only two Fae or if there were others in the camp that they switched out. Absolutely. Um, because, again, as far as Trojan horsing our way in, if we have to, two of us look like Fae. Meg actually is. Yeah. I look like I could belong here. Sure. Two of us could fucking press the digitation those symbols onto our wrists and look like we belong there. Sure. Um, I hate it, but it might be slightly safer and we might find out things. Okay. You guys take a few hours to to watch the going-ons of this, okay? Um, over in, we'll call it the junkyard, there always seems to be a priest and... Two large mummies, one small mummy that are sort of sorting things out. The mummies never need to rest. Looks like the priests take breaks, but they just sort of swap out. You think there are more priests probably in the city, more mummies probably in the city. Um, But there's always one group there. There always seems to be a priest, uh, at least one, occasionally two, but never really more than two unless they're doing a switch. In the main camp. Okay. 
um, they looks like seeing both of the Fae in the camp. This is them being resting. This is them resting. It looks like most of the time one of them is being forced into the city. You assume to answer questions, to direct digging, to right, be harassed, stuff like that. Um, and then it's tough to tell exactly how many people are in the in the caves or in the city themselves. Okay, um, so if you want to do this when one of the Fae is in the camp, you've got two priests and three large mummies, two small mummies. Spread out. They're not all together, but spread out. Where are the giants? Oh, the giants. Yes. Uh, one giant is sort of helping with the, the debris. But oh, most, if I had reminded you, we wouldn't have had to deal with this. Damn. Mostly the giants are, are That's underground. That's like when you accidentally remind your teacher that you had home. And yeah. it's like fuck <laughs> which I did, so this is on brand. Mostly the mostly the giants are underground. Remember the Fomorians are from the Underdark. The underground. Yeah. Okay. And they are um they are you get the feeling they were probably largely the muscle for the actual like excavating and mining portion yeah. of yeah. it. Um oh. so now the Fomorians are kind of just annoying the priest and they're trying to find like busy work for them to do. Um, but out in the sunlight, they, um, they cry and they bitch. And then they, they, you hear them sort of be like, rrr, rrr, rrr. that's giant for, I don't want to do this. And the priest, that's mummy for, I don't care. Do it. Adulting at its finest. Yeah. I'm learning so much. This is the most educational episode we've ever had. Well. I, I'm going to counter that only because we had a beautiful episode with bird mating dances. That's true. Yeah, That's but true. I already knew that. Well. So. If shit hits the fan, I'm confident that I can subdue at least one of the priests, at least for long enough to try to get the marks off um at least one of them depends on how close they are together but that means if shit has the fan we have to commit that priest doesn't need his head anyway hardly using it also I'm pretty sure by sitting here this long we've spent enough time that we're committed anyway So what's the plan? All right. We sneak in as close as we can. If we can grab one or two of them without being seen, remove the marks. Great. If we're spotted, it's gonna be a it's gonna be a fight. But we've got to try to keep the. I think the big question is: Are you jumping down on top of the camp, or are you trying mm -hmm. to? Infiltrate from the junkyard. Junkyard feels safer. Possibly. Possibly. Yeah, because if we jump down from up here, they're going to spot us and... They're going to hear us. 
Armor, I was, I was, I, thank you, treasure. I was like, we could, gonna drop like an like a cannonball. <laughs> we can do little column A, little column B. That's the That's quiet. Fair. The quieter ones try to infiltrate through the junkyard. I imagine that'd be treasure and I waiting up top to drop down on top of them if you get spotted. Y'all are waiting to Assassin's Creed from the top if we alert anybody. I mean, that's a distraction, and I don't hate the idea of like, oh, they noticed us? Jump. (laughs) One of the times that split the party Uh actually works. (laughs) Let's let it work first before we Conceptually works and doesn't immediately make people go, no! (laughs) Okay. So who so who is going junkyarding? Sounds good. I would like you guys to make stealth checks for me. I am gonna use luck. I couldn't roll above a 10. My highest of four rolls, because I used luck, and I have advantage, was a 13 total. Fuck my life. Okay. Oh, it's not just me. Good. 29. Of course. We just hide behind Talroth. Do no, we? You can't. You tried to, and he disappeared. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> I couldn't keep up with him. <laughs> uh, all right. Give me just a second. You guys make your way down into the ravine from a decent trek away. You begin to make your way up the path. Grizz and Treasure, you are... Why are you not... Why is this like this? Why have you done this? Ah, there we go. That's what I needed. Alright. There we are. Boop. Thank you. Um... You begin to make your way up the up the path. Um, I would like who rolled lower on the stealth. Go ahead and roll me a percentile. Fifty-three. Okay, sounds good. We will round that to 55. You're crouched low, staff out and at the ready. Uh, You guys are about 55 feet away when uh, the priest who is uh, directing his mummies. Uh, You guys have timed this at least well enough that the people that were dumping the last load have, have made it decent way up the road up the track right um the priest who is directing the mummies and they're unloading the carts and the things like that is um standing there and sort of turns and sees you guys approaching um you 
have the initiative, what would you like to do? Move dash attack. That is a free action. It's how far away are they? I'm sorry. 55 feet. Um, I'm going to move okay. and a uh, bonus action face step. Okay. And I'm in summer, so they automatically take fire damage. Okay. How many people take fire damage? The ones that are around them? I will tell you as soon as I feel like it. Okay. Um, each creature within five feet. Okay. Sounds good. Um, Fable, what are you up to? I just fireball the nearest one, the nearest mummy. You're going to fireball to mummy. Sounds good. Because that takes extra damage and I can do it twice for free. Yes, you can. Um, That is a, oh my God, a 12 to hit. Okay. I rolled a five. 12 hits. Oh, thank God. That is, um, oh, bonus action. I put up mental flame, by the way. So you only attack once. Got it. Um, it's three damage. Okay. And can I see the Fae? The Fae are... You guys are out at the junkyard. So the Fae are about 100 feet beyond them. Can I see them? Uh, make the a perception one? check. 15 fire damage, by the way. Thank you. Okay, 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 okay. Nat 24, 28. Yes, you do. Yeah, Fuck you do. yes, queen. Okay, um, then I'm going to cast Dispel Magic at 5th, no, at 6th level on okay. the one I can see. You do. Uh, you reach out. Um, so, as you come teleporting in, your burst of flame catches across uh, the two mummies and uh, the three mummies, pardon me. And da, 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 da. and you reach out with uh, with your magical incantation, you uh, can feel the marks, the glyphs of warding on uh, what is the the satyr along the wrist, you sort of grip the magic in your hand and pull against the wrist. And then the glyph appears in your hand here and you just sort of shatter it. And like little shards of glass, it uh, breaks and sprays across the air um, right there. And I pull over the rest of it in the mummy's faces. Nicely done. Uh, Fable, your attack comes bursting into uh, one of the mummies as Saride uh, does the face blow, of course. And uh, Taroth, you come dashing in just after uh, Saride's arrival so that you don't get hit by any of the fire. Uh, Who would you like to target? Um, Let's see. 
Oh, I was going for the priest because he's a pain. He is a pain. Absolutely. Let's do it. Uh, would it be able to get my snake attack on him or no? I will. There's an ally within five feet of him, so you can do the snake attack. You don't have advantage because he saw you, but you can do the snake attack. He saw me through a 29? Damn. Oh, he didn't see you, but he saw them. So he was he was ready to. You can have advantage then. Yeah, coming off a 29? Yeah, go for it. And he's not hard to hit, so. But in case you crit. That was, that was, I was just fishing for a crit there, yeah. Absolutely. Go for it. But uh, that'd be an 18 to hit. 18 does hit as I try to find more appropriate music. Uh, let's go with that. All right. Give me your damage when you're ready. All right. So that's, uh, uh, do you want it separated or just the grand total? Grand total for the priest. No resistance is on him. That's a 34. 34. Nicely done. The double, uh, the scimitar comes, sla or, yeah, pretty sure it's the scimitar, comes slashing into the priest who lets out a uh, lively, he is not undead, not yet, uh, gut roll sort of. <laughs> and uh, with that, uh, well, yeah, you guys over on the cliff face see them. You're like, all right, we're we're here, we're ready. Oh shit! Oh shit! It's happening. Time to go. That's faster than I thought. <laughs> uh, Grizz just jumps off of the cliff. Okay. Uh, you said there was two priests in the camp currently. Roll or me. Or is it just the one? Uh, so there's a chance for two. Roll me a d4. Okay. Uh, Cody, I forgot to roll one thing, so an extra four damage on top of that. Thank you for. Uh, two. Oh, two. So there are two priests that are in the camp right now. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm going to just jump off the cliff, trying to get as close to the priest that has not been hit yet. Okay, so and... uh, so there's a total of three priests right now. One by the junkyard, two in the camp. Okay, and the alarm's been raised through the whole camp, right? I mean, it, 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 it would have been on it's the next turn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the, you have surprise attack for this, yeah. So go ahead okay. and uh, make the attack with advantage. Okay. It is a 24 with Retorter. Absolutely. Yeah, and I'm going to make this a stunning strike if okay. I can. Mm -hmm. Where's my D8? Is 15 points of... Flashing damage from the first one, and he makes his constitution saving throw. His DC. Monks have so much stuff to go through. Natural two. He fails. Okay. Yeah. I, um, I feel confident on that one. So he's stunned. And then for my second attack, how far is the third priest from me? He's within 30 feet. Okay. I'm yeah. going to... Close the gap, make my second attack. I him. do need you to use your slow fall ability for yeah, jumping 150 a... feet. So yeah. let's let's do that. Because it reduces the damage you take, not the distance you fall. So right. 150 should be 15d6. If I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. One, two, three, four, five, six... Seven, eight, nine. Let's go. Ten. 
Knees. Uh, so 10, 20, 38, 41, 47, 51, 53 points reduced okay, by... Okay, 60. Great, yeah, perfect. So, just superhero landing, chop one in the throat, Absolutely. sprint to the next one, yeah. second attack, sending strike. What was the damage on the first one? Uh, 15. Nice, okay, good, good, good. Uh, and that is 21 on the next hit. Okay. Or another 15 points of slashing damage, and it's a DC 17 constitution saving throw. Sounds good. Definitely hits. Natural 8 plus 3 for 11 fails. Okay, and then uh, bonus action, Flurry of Blows. I'm going to make two more attacks against this one that I'm just right in front of. Great, with advantage because he is stunned. Okay, that's another 21 to hit, and a natural 20. So... Nice. On the one, that is 11 points of damage on the first one. Okay. The 21 was with advantage? Uh, yes. Okay. It Great. was. Uh, so, sorry. That was... How much How much damage did I just say? You didn't. I cut you off. Oh. Uh, sorry. I I was rolling my... I did my damage wrong. I was looking at the wrong thing. Uh, oh, never mind. No, I wasn't. Sorry. Back. Rolling back. Okay. Uh, the next one was 11 points of damage. <laughs> Sorry. You're good. And the last one, this one's the crit. One more key point to add a D8 to my damage here. Nice. Four. Okay. Oh, 14, 18, 25 points of damage on that last hit. Nice. And you doubled the the extra D8 for the crit as did, well? Yeah. Great. Good, good, yeah. good. Okay, great, great, great. Um, yeah, that guy is uh, well past bloodied. Uh, a, a decent hit on him will finish him off. They are both stunned. Um, there are... So now that you are in the camp, there are more mummies. Uh, I believe we got... Let's see. Three priests. We got four more mummies. And I'm about to get to treasure. And one of those Fomorians coming out of the cave, but he won't get there this turn. So, Treasure, what are you up to? Uh, Mars, you were going to say something? Uh, yeah, I was just finishing my turn from before. Please finish your turn. Yeah, so since I... So, 45 movement speed, I would have the dash to get closer to him, but the rest of the dash, I would have just gone past him. Okay. So that way I can try to get close enough to Treasure, so... Since we weren't able to cast anything on her to help her with this 150 foot drop, okay, I'm just trying to get within range to cast Featherfall on her at the last second, so she has essentially terminal velocity, but lands perfectly. Okay, Meg, Meg, I don't have anything to cast on her. I'm just, I'm just saying, I don't. It's all good. Yeah, no, no, it's all good. Yeah. Um, We're just going to airdrop a beefling. That's okay. all. <laughs> Sound, sounds good. The range is 60 feet on... Um, on Featherfall. Featherfall? Yes. Yeah, you're good. That works out. Go ahead and make your attack. Um, treasure? 
Well, I'm going to rage just as I'm going off the cliff face. Have to. Perfect. Absolutely. So screaming gold tiefling just falling at terminal velocity at these mummies. Yeah. One of these days, I just want us to yeet Fable um, as she's on fire and just make her come it. I oh. like that idea. Um, that's how she goes out. If she, if y'all ever have to kill her, that's you throw her at the enemies while she's on fire and just, will be great. Done. Snorts of arcane dust just explode. So I'm going reckless. So let's uh, do that. Okay. Uh, I rolled a 14 plus 12 and then a 22. So that's a 26 and a 22 to hit. Both hit. And a nat 20 or a 19. Both hit again. So I'm guessing this is against the stunned priest. This is whoever was unfortunate enough to be under her. Okay. Um, yeah, let's, we'll call it the priest. Go ahead and, uh, go ahead and roll me damage. Uh, do you want the crit damage first or the regular damage Give first? Give me in order. Regular damage, please. Okay. So that's the 2d12. One of those is fire. I don't know if you want that separate because of these guys. I appreciate it. Not for the priest. Okay. So that is 12 plus 11 for 23 on that first hit. Okay. Nice. And now the second one is the crit damage. Okay. Let's do it. So that is 14 plus the 11. Okay. Yeah. And then crit damage, of course. 14 plus 11 is, is 25. 25 is enough to uh, drop this priest as you come burning in from the sky. Blood burner cleaves into the shoulder, dropping this priest onto the ground. The gasp of death sp- uh, spraying forth from his lips. Uh, anybody have an action left they need or like to do? Okay. Then let's flip for initiative. All right. I'm seeing some aces. So let's start with the aces. Um, bad guys are on a jack. (laughs) Yeah, we're going to get hats like the ears have it game in community. Yeah. To just like put our cards on. For, there we go. All right. Good. <laughs> so, I feel good about this fashion decision. Sounds good. There you go. I think Sir Ride is up first. Yeah. Us. <laughs> Thank you. Is the other Faye out or is are the, they in the. The other Faye is not. Is in, they're inside. They're inside. Yep. Excellent. Um, I'm going to. Send to um, our little, our new friend. Okay. So I figure out where send is. It's only one eye. Uh, okay. Sending is an action, I believe. Yeah. You're right. I wanted to, I'm marking off my spells. Oh, okay. Um, cool, cool, cool. Okay. That has to stop. Uh, um, I'm just getting into his head. Hi, I'm Sir Idlandier. We're here to we're here to rescue you. And tell him to as best as he can try to make his way back towards us. Okay. 
Um, And then I'm going to... um, Oh, sorry. Bonus action? Mm Mm-hmm. Nothing. Okay. I'm gonna... uh, I am... I'm going to... I'm going to take the attack of opportunity. I'm going to get out of... Out of the central piece? Yeah. Okay, yeah. So I put you kind of in the cart because they were all congregating around the cart. You jump out of it. Um, Three of the mummies are going to take the attack of opportunity on you. Because you hit four people with your fire when you arrived. So. I know. Okay. <laughs> You've already got mummy rod at least. That's true. Yeah. You can't can't What's get the worst a- they can do to me. Any more mummy hey. rotted. Uh, what are you gonna do? Mummy rot me? <laughs> what you gonna do? Make me ugly? Alright, let's go. Uh no. let's see. No. Oh those those giants can. So uh oh. two of those definitely missed. A sixteen. Ooh, meets it, beats it. Okay, so the 16 is going to hit. I do need a constitution saving throw. No, you already have mummy rot, so that doesn't yeah. that doesn't matter. Um, what were all we them just an- talking about? All those sweet, <laughs> sweet antibodies. Yeah. <laughs> Get vaccinated. Get vaccinated, kids. <laughs> so. If you can. Sometimes the saving throw also uh, prevents the necrotic damage, but in this instance, it didn't. And in this instance, I rolled extremely well. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, 31 points of damage. Oh. Oh. Um. I rolled three sixes and two fives. Excellent. Plus. Excellent. Plus three. Oh God, she is. She drops to a knee. She's not down, but she is not okay. <laughs> oh, big mummy fist. Oh, Cody, just because I forgot when I went into rage, my wild magic surge. Please. Uh, when I land, flowers, and everywhere I step, flowers. Okay. And if anybody, calm down. <laughs> anybody in that within fifteen feet of me is considered in difficult terrain. Okay, good to know. Desert succulents spread out. Got it. Uh, what else would you? Uh, so, uh, which way are you running, Saride? Into the camp, out of the, uh, away from the camp. Where are my friends? Uh, well, two of them are kind of what will. A little into the camp. Pretty much all your all your friends are in the camp except for a fable. I'm going into the thick of it. Okay. There you go. You go about 30 feet that way. Okay. All right. I believe that is everything for Saride. Up next is Talroth. Oh, no. Fable, no, fable, fable. Sorry. Fable. Hold, on. Hold on. I still... Now I have a bonus action. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to heal Yes. Myself. Good. So okay. I'm gonna do that. Y'all just y'all do your stuff. All right, healing word on you for yourself and Fable. So big mummy is the one who hit her, right? Uh, regular mummy. Fucking hell. Well, I'm going for it. Uh, okay. I would like to and um and and wail on this guy from afar. Okay. Um, I am going to use action number one 
to cast the spell. Where the fuck are they? There they are. Um, yeah, we're not taking risks because I watched that wreck her. Um, and we're just going to third level chromatic orb. This son of a bitch. Please fucking roll one one roll all night. Fifteen. Fifteen hits. Yeah. Got it. Fire damage. And that is oh, I get some crowd. That is a two. So that's. 33, 34, 35, 36, 36 points of fire damage. Out. On this motherfucker? Dead. <laughs> Vengeance. Um, good. 36 and doubles then... to 72. Lights up the mummy. It bursts into flames and just scatters its ash and sand across the, across the way. For flavor. Anyone listening to fables? reaction to this she giggles a little maniacally and then pushes past it and keeps running um i uh i can't i have no healing spells at fucking all um because i don't have a subclass as as the bard yet so i can do nothing um oh yes i do there it is there it is i found it meg went away shit i just know that i'm doing it um can i get to meg can i get to saride uh, to be within five feet of her? N- yeah. No. That's she fine. traveled 60 feet. Nine, she's yeah, 90 yeah. feet away from you. Yeah, yeah, got it. Um, well, I moved 30 feet with my normal movement, cast the, the big fire. Okay. Um, and then I'm going to quicken um, to make it a bonus action because that was a third level and I can cast up to six. So if I'm casting something smaller than that, that I'm fine. Um, I am going to bonus action um, Thunder Step. Okay. Because I can then get um, how the fuck far can I get? Can see within range. Oh, 90 feet. Great. Amazing. Um, so I would like to uh, that's a lie. I'm saving that for next time. Is there another mummy in range? Yes. Great. Amazing. I'm quickening a second uh, chromatic orb. Okay. Also at third level. Okay. And I'm using luck, because fuck that, and I... I thought you used all of your luck on the No, I just used stealth. one earlier. You said it was four rolls. I rolled four times, because I roll with advantage for stealth. Rolled oh, the first two times. got it. And then I ro- used luck, and I rolled twice again. So yeah. when you... so when that you was just shitty. Yeah, that's fine. When you use luck like that, you just get one additional roll. You don't get... It didn't matter. All of them were fives. Yep. So <laughs> it just was horrible. Good gotcha. to know, though. Thank you. Yep. Didn't affect the outcome at all. Um, chromatic orb. Where are you? There you are. Please work. Please work. That was so much worse. A 10. A 10? 10 does not hit. It was a 12 before. Would that have hit? 12? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, shit. Well, fuck me. Can I? I'm sorry. I did not realize that low would hit. Uh, you have to read how luck works. I don't know that. I don't care about taking it back. Can I just, can I just? Sure. Thank you. Um. Let's go with this. I know Mind Flayer Chamber is good battle music. 33 points of fire damage. That is the other mummy out. Done. Great. (gasps) Okay. 
after Fable, it is Talroth. All right, so that was the two mummies that went down, but the priest that I bit that I basically did a drive by on is he? He's still up. He is still up. Yes, but nobody's around him right now. Uh, there's a third mummy with them, with him. And none of your allies are in melee. If that's what that I realize now, that's what you're asking. Ah. Uh... Oh, boy. But Treasure already dropped one of the mummies, or the, one of the priests. One of uh, the priests that was in the camp, yep. Sorry yeah, I'm still- my ADD music choices, audience. There we go. Uh, no, I'm still just going to book it to the camp and back up Treasure and Grizz. Okay. Yeah, there's one stunned uh, priest that is there. A dead priest on the ground. Four mummies of varying sizes. And a Fomorian coming up out of the cave. A stunned priest, I hear? Yep. Well, someone's going to get... Let's see if I crit on this bastard. All right, let's do it. Uh, Would I need to dash to get that close, or...? Yes. Okay, so one attack. And he's stunned, so that's with advantage, I think. Correct. Yep. And just for the crit fishing, elven accuracy, since I have advantage with that dex attack, I'm going to roll one more. Let's do it. Nope, that didn't work, but it's still a 24 to hit. That does hit. And now all the dice to roll. Sounds good. Let's do it. So that is a grand total of 34 again. 34 is enough to drop the stunned one that uh, Grizz had already weakened and followed up on. Uh, So there is one priest currently remaining. He was the one by the junkyard that Tauroth has already hit. Anything else, Tauroth? I believe that's action, bonus action, and movement. Yeah, it would have been move, bonus to dash, and Buzz saw the stun guy. Yeah, Buzz saw the stun guy. Okay. Sounds good. So, on a jack, bad guys are up. The large mummy that was out by the uh, junkyard is going to run 30 feet and is going to uh, slam its rotty, rotty fist into Fable. And... That is a sentence. Uh, try to pike her. Remember, I didn't end up moving. I only moved 30 feet closer. Yes. and Just reminding you. Correct. That's all you... coming to me. And he came the other 30 feet to you. Just making sure. Yeah, yep. just, just double-checking that we're all in the same areas for, for yep. framing purposes. Yep, yep, yep. Thank you. So, uh, two attacks coming at you. Uh, both of those are 11. Miss! All right, there you go. Uh, the 
Let's just do mummies first. Let's get mummies out of the way. The mummies in the camp are going to come swarming around uh, my three melee campfighters. So, uh, and I believe Saride had kind of moved in that direction also. So let's do everybody gets a mummy. You get a mummy. You get a mummy. You get a mummy. No, that's just what I wanted. Uh, okay. Uh, in reading order, Sarayad up first. Uh, that is a 15. Uh, 24 for Grizz. That hits. A, uh, 10 for Talroth. And a 19 for Treasure. That hits. Okay. Gonna just roll one chunk of damage here for all the mummies. Uh, if you do not have mummy rot, make me a constitution saving throw. Is it considered poison? No, it is okay. not. <laughs> all right, so that is 12, 17, plus 6, 23, 26 points of bludgeoning and necrotic damage. Uh, so let me reduce for treasure that is 21 total Grizz 26 points of damage got a 10 on my constitution save throw Grizz you are affected by mummy rot I got a 26 on my constitution saving throw treasure you are not affected by mummy rot Uh, so Grizz you cannot regain uh, hit points and your maximum is decreased every 24 hours. The um, Because of the nature of this, the remove curse spell or greater restoration will suppress it for 24 hours um, and allow you to choose a way to be healed. Um, that is every, that is my mummies. Yes? I have one priest and one Fomorian left. Let's do the Fomorian, shall we? Yeah. Uh, so he comes running 30 feet up out of the cave. Um, treasure, you were the deepest person in the camp. You jumped in. Grizz had stepped back. Everybody else has run in. So the Fomorian is going to make its way over to you and attack with the Great Club. And then uh, I think it's going to going to give you the evil eye. Uh, it gets two great club attacks. Uh, first one is going to absolutely miss, but the 15 plus 9 for a 24, I believe, does hit. It does. Just remember, he is in difficult terrain. Okay. Then he can't. He can't get to you because he's barely able to reach you without the difficult terrain. So he does not hit. But I I do need you to make me a charisma saving throw. God. Okay, here it goes. Hell yeah, not 19 plus 4. That is enough to save. That is it for the Fomorian. Back over to my priests. Uh, So the one that is up is going to uh, it's actually going to go chase down Sarai. She's only moved 30 feet. 
so he can catch up with her. And it is going to attack with its soul blade. Um, actually, it's going to necrotic bolt you and then soul blade. Necrotic bolt. Run, run, run. Soul blade. I beg your fucking pardon? You heard me. Necrotic bolt. Run, run, run. Soul blade. It's it's this it's this uh, steam version of climb ledge, climb ledge, shoot gun. Exactly. Climb ledge, yeah, climb yeah. Ledge, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Necrotic bolt. Run, run, run. Soul blade. So long as we're all on the same page about this nonsense. Exactly. That's is what this I'm, not Uncharted? I'm yeah, sorry. This I'm, is the, wait, hang on. I'm sorry. I was in the wrong genre. I apologize. Well, I'm, 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 Fenders on. So, over so my... I'm <laughs> excavating. I got confused. There you go. Um, 24 will hit. Yeah. Uh, do, 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 do. Where'd that type of die go? There's one. You don't have it. You can't roll it. But I do. Um, So that is 12 uh, points of necrotic damage. And you cannot regain hit points until the start of the priest's next turn. And then it follows up with the soul blade. A 19. Excuse me? To hit. No, what did you say? Uh, 19 to hit. I just heard teen. I'm oh, sorry. 19 to hit. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, 19 will hit. Okay. And 2d4 piercing damage. That is 3 points of piercing damage. Okay. And you are paralyzed until the start of the priest next turn. Okay. Um, I'm going to send you a picture really quickly. Okay. Do you have more than zero hit points? I do. Okay. That's good. I do. That's very important. Um, The two priests that were on the ground are going to rise from from the sands now in an undead form. Uh, I'm just going to roll once. They're going to both take the same form that I roll here. Um, the priest now they both appear now wraith-like and uh, spectral in their nature uh, but that is going to be uh, their let's see when does that happen uh It revives at the start of its turn. Cool. There you go. Priests are back up. Spectral, spectral wraith priest. And they are going to uh, spectral wraith soul blade. Uh, spectral wraith soul blade Grizz. And spectral wraith soul blade Talroth. Or treasure. Treasure killed one. One is treasure. Uh, He was right next to her. He just sort of... He just picked up. Yep. He can get to treasure. So let's start with treasure. Spectral soul blade. Ooh. Oh, God. I'm so sorry. Uh, Natural 19 and natural 20. So both of those are going to hit. 
And I hate when the DM makes that noise. When the DM is apologetic for something he is about to do. It's actually not bad. Uh, what's worse is the stun. Um, so what? That is five, six, seven down to three, four, uh, and seven. So eleven points of damage, and treasure is stunned, paralyzed. So the start of the priest next turn, and Grizz. Oh, good. Um, ten and a six. Those are gonna miss. Need it. Yep. Yep. Okay. That is it for my guys. Who's up next? Okay. I think that uh, 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 treasure. That was me. I think, and uh, not much I can do. You are paralyzed. Correct. Okay. Grizz. Uh. I'm going to punch the spirity priest right in front of me. Okay, sounds good. Is a 19 to hit. Uh, 19 does hit. Okay, and I'm going to burn a key point to make this a stunning, a stunning strike as well. Okay. That is 14 points of damage to him. And then... He makes his constitution saving throw, DC 17, okay. for the stun. Uh, 17. He is not stunned. Okay. I will punch him again. Or Do hit him with the axe again. That yeah. is a 17. 17. Okay. Because you realize that your blades, while normally might catch, but because you have the retorter and the... What's the other one? Backtalker? Uh, yeah. That's such a weird name for, for a blade. They, the spectral blade sort of uh, hits, and you can watch the face of these wraith-like priests go, what? Like, they're, they are surprised at uh, just how much damage they are they are taking. Um, what's the second damage? Uh, no, damage on the second one was 10 points of damage on that. Okay. That's another another key point to hopefully stun him. Okay. Um st- is stunned with a with a 12. Um but you can tell these priests rise not with not as many hit points as they as they go down with. They are Okay. Yeah, they they rise up with about half as many hit points as they had when they were alive. So Okay. Um I'm then going to run to the one that now that this one is stunned, leave yep. it with Talroth. Run to the one that's been attacking Treasure, where she's okay. paralyzed. Got it. Uh, bonus action. Um, it, I'm not going to flurry of blows. I just get to make a bonus action attack, as I can say. Yes, you do. So just one more attack. Okay. It is going to take the attack. Oh, it's stunned. Never mind. Go ahead. Keep going. Yep. Uh, that is a 22 to hit. Does hit. Uh, that is only eight points of damage on that, but I'm going to throw one more key point into uh, striking this one. It failed. Stunned. Yeah, Perfect. it's stunned. And that is my turn. Okay, that sounds good. I believe that takes us to the end of the initiative. Let's draw a new card. Stick. 
It's an 11. Bad guys are on a 9. All right. I believe Grizz is up first. Okay. Uh, that one's done. That one's done. Going to run over to Saride okay. and punch the one that's on her. Yeah. A 27 to hit. Absolutely. Uh, for 11 points of damage on that one. And dumping another key point to try to stun it. Uh, fails. Is stunned. Fails. Perfect. Second attack with advantage because it's stunned. This yeah. one is alive. This one is human. Okay. Uh, that is same thing twice. 21 to hit on that. Uh-huh. Uh, for only eight points of damage. And then bonus action attack. Natural okay. 20. Okay. Go for it. Yeah. he. Uh, I... the, this last one is enough to, to drop him. Okay. Okay. Perfect. That was 18. So. Yeah. You watch him hit the ground. Um, is there anything else you would like to do? Uh, nope. That is action, move, bonus action. I'm good. Okay. Sounds good. Priest is down and out. Uh, after Grizz is the bad guys, because I'm going to put them before treasure. They're on a nine as well. So this way, Treasure will get her turn. Uh, the two priests are stunned. The mummies that remain... I see you. One, two, three, four, five. Five mummies. Great. Uh, two attacks on Fable. Uh, 18 will hit. 10 will not. Fable, that is... 16, 17, 20 points of damage. And it takes how much fire in return? Three? We got to add your proficiency bonus to that. That needs to rank up with you. How much? Seven. Seven. Great. Perfect. Much better. Great. How much damage did I take again? I was in the middle of typing that when I had to switch. You're good. 20. Thank you. Um, I can only focus on one set of numbers at a time. Um, you are good. So, uh, so from now on, I'm adding my proficiency plus my charisma. Yes, for you the are fire. You are very kind, DM. Thank you. Yeah. No, that... it does make sense that that should ramp up because it it's, does. It. Yeah. Thank you for making. Thank you for fixing mantle of flame. Well, that I mean. <laughs> thank you. Yeah. That. That's why that. Yeah. I know we we let you take it for flavor reasons, but that's why that particular uh, bloodline didn't make it to print because um, it didn't. There was stuff missing essentially. Uh, but that is it for that mummy. Four mummies left. Um, one is going to spend its turn getting to treasure. Another one is going to attack Tauroth. One is going to attack Grizz. One is going to attack. Who can I get to? Grizz. Okay. Tauroth. You're there? Mm-hmm. Okay. Grizz made it. Grizz stopped at me. And I'm stunned. You are stunned. Okay. Sounds good. Um, Tauroth. Natural four, natural one. That's not going to hit. <laughs> 
Chris, natural 20 and a 16. 16 hits. Uh, oh, no, 16 does. I thought it was. I thought they had advantage for some reason. No, no, um, just I the thought it was a natural 20. Just the natural 20, no advantage here. Um, okay. So, that is 17, 20, 4, 48 points of damage. Okay, uh, could he use my reaction to use Backtalker to slap back at him? Let's do it. Is 18 to hit? 18 does hit. And that is 9 points of damage. 9 points of damage, okay. Nice. That is not enough, that's the wrong mummy. Ooh, Lost Fable. Okay. And Saride. Okay. Uh, eighteen. It's okay. And the other one is a twelve. Misses. Okay. So. So, right, that is 15, 18 points of damage. I'm out. Okay. So, right, is unconscious. And that is it for the mummies. Uh, the priest that Grizz dropped is going to rise. Uh, also as a specter. And is going to make its attack against Grizz. Um, 16 does not hit. Six doesn't hit. So that is it for them. Fomorian uh, makes it to treasure and is going to do its double attack. Uh, oh, well, that's terrible. Uh, nine plus... Nine plus nine for an eighteen. Yep, my AC is only fifteen. I just reduced damage like crazy. That that is true. Uh, so this is bludgeoning damage. You are currently still raging because your turn hasn't come around to have stopped you. And yet. I've been getting hit. That's true. You have. You are still mad. So very mad about it. Um, okay, eight, sixteen, twenty-six, down to thirteen. And 18 again to hit. Oh, much lower. Uh, eight total points of damage on that. And that's already halved? That is currently halved, yes. Okay. Okay. And after that... For the healers, I am bloodied. Good to know. It is... Treasure, it is your turn. You are no longer stunned. I am no longer stunned, and they have come to me. 
They have. So, just for flavor, can I duck so she doesn't hit me? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Because she's going to wind up with the biggest just scream and straight into them, into uh, this Fomorian with blood burner. Uh, let's see, it is obviously reckless. Okay. Um, that is going to be 14 plus 12 for 26 and 12 plus 12 for 24. And that's obviously the reckless, so. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, everything above a 14 hits. And I can take a picture if you'd like, but I happen to nat 20 again. I believe you. On the second one. Yeah. The lower of the two was a 17. To hit, so. Great. Let's do, um, and then there's nothing about separating fire damage for these guys, correct? Correct. Okay. So let's do the regular damage first. That's going to be... 20 damage. Okay. That's uh, the first one. And the second one, I don't know how you want to do the critical. It's up to you. You want to double the d- the dice or you want to roll roll once and double the number? Just pick beforehand. Uh, Let's roll once, double the number. Okay. I'm okay with this. So I rolled a 16 so that would be 32 plus my 11 for the actual damage i don't know if you double the 11 but that's where we're at don't double the modifier so yeah 32 to 64 plus 11 for 75 um and your first one was 20 the this giant is uh well past bloodied did you add your brutal critical i did not i need to do that thank you for the reminder I was also going to remind that Bloodburner does something on crit. Oh, yes, he horrifying. most certainly does. He bursts into flame. That's right. What? Oh, I believe he, he casts Immolate? What is it? He casts Simulate or something like that. That's some bullshit. There's a mind flare that is well aware <laughs> of what happens. Say he just bursts into flame. That's a thing I can do. That's a normal thing. Immolate is so much better work. Immolation. Yeah. Oh. And he concentrates on it for you. Yeah. Um, um, let me see where Immolate is, because now I have to find it. It's 4d6. Yeah, check your spells. It should be attached to the weapon, too. Yep. It's actually 8d6 for him. Oh, does it say on... It says it. I just found it. Yeah. Oh, right. It starts as 8d6, and then every turn after, it's 4d6. That's right. It is a... Uh, okay. Well, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8d6. Uh, Failed that the deck is save. 10. 21. 26. Nice. On that immolate. Okay. And uh, I think that was it for this monstrosity of what just happened. Did you get your brutal critical? Let me get my brutal critical. Good point. Because I'm just sitting here like, oh, good God. When barbarians crit. It hurts. It hurts everything. With artifact uh, one additional Roll one additional weapon damage die. So that yep. would be the, the 12. Yeah. 
And that was a 12. Great. Burn. Uh, burn indeed. Burn this, burn that, and burn those. <laughs> yeah, the Fomorian catches a flame, its body torched, and yet as it screams out, bellowing in agony, it remains standing just barely. Um, yeah. So. Okay. After that, after Fable, or after, excuse me, Treasure, it is Tauroth and Saride. Uh, Tauroth, you're up first. Okay, so Treasure is um, doing her thing. Yeah, that's one way to put it. Uh, how f- Got it. Uh, how far away is Saride from me? 20 feet. I'm just trying to think what I can do right now. Because I have both priests, or one of the priests next to me that's stunned. Correct. But if I remember the last time I fought one of these guys that was a wraith, it didn't. I wasn't able to do much against them. Unless I'm misremembering. Uh, I mean, you want to use a bonus action to remember? Sure. Okay. So you fought these priests every time they die. Um, they seem to resurrect themselves in a variety of forms. But the last time you fought these priests, um, you were finally able to kill them when you destroyed the tattoo that was on their body. That's what I was... That's what was in the back of my mind. I couldn't remember. Thank you. Okay, so... Hmm. Alright, I'm gonna just kind of scream that out to Treasure and to Grizz and to Fable. It's like, aim for the tat. And just kind of move over to the Saride, pull out the Staff of Gyron. Okay. I'm going to pump a charge for Cure Wounds, just clear, and spike it into her armor. Okay. Sounds good. Nope. I I clicked the wrong Cure Wounds because I was the Ranger one. Here we go. There's the right one. So Saride gets 18 hit points back. Nice. And yeah, that's my turn. That'd be move, action to cast, bonus action to remember. Yep. Yeah, I'm done. Okay. Uh, so ride. Hey, I had I don't know what to do because I was planning on rolling death saves. Um, I, I think... didn't plan this far ahead. <laughs> can I? Can I see? In all of this commotion, has the other Fae come out of the city yet? No. Okay. I'm going to... Grizz is next to me. And Tauroth. Um, Does Tauroth have Mummy Rock? Mm, no. Then Immaterial. I'm going to cast Remove Curse 
on Grizz. Okay. I don't know if I can do this. Everyone's gotten hit at least once, right? Quite a bit, yes. Okay. Tauroth hasn't? Tauroth. It's Tauroth, other than Tauroth. You can avoid him. Listen, we can fix that. I I can punch him in the face. Usually do, but he just slams something into my chest bone, so (laughs) can't do that. I'm gonna... I mean, I could just take the healing back. Um, can I do this? It's a charge. There's supposed to be a charge. Oh, I just want to check in case it affects what she does. Uh, remove curse suppresses the mummy rot hit point loss. Yeah, but I don't get to choose whether or not I regain hit points naturally or with magic until a long rest. Right? You get to choose now when the when the spell is cast on you. Okay. So I'm assuming you will choose magic. Yeah, she's cast remove curse. <laughs> okay, there you go. Yeah, I'm going to you. You oh. what? I'm gonna fuck this book. I'm gonna mass healing word. Okay, sounds good. Um, so everybody gets thirteen. Nice. That's it. Okay. Sounds good. Okay. After... Should be me? Yes. Yep. So, big guy who's still standing, can I see his tattoo? Uh, The guy that's right in front of you is a mummy. The... You can see the tattoo of the... Everybody, all the priests have raised as wraiths, so the wraiths don't necessarily have a tattoo on them. It's the human corpses on the floor that have yeah, tattoos. I will hit the guy right in front of me, though. That's fine. Okay. Um, I, uh... Hmm. Kind of, I'll hit him. Um, I'm going to Thunderwave, because he and my fucking weight. Okay. Um... And I don't have to roll to hit. Nope. So a miracle. May I please have him make a con save? Fails. 11 God. plus. So that is um, 10 points of thunder. He's a mummy, actually, so I'm going to use my elf depth 14. to um, make it fire damage. Okay. So I'm going to make that. So that is 17 points of fire damage then. Okay. Yeah, he's um, dead. Mommy in front of me. Yes, thank God. And then I'd like to use my movement to try to get close. Um, well, you teleport sixty feet with thunder. No, nope, I didn't use thunder step. I used thunder wave. I just pushed. Oh, him. thunder wave. Apologies. I was just trying to push him out of my way. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh. And then I will. Uh. I will movement to get to get up in the group. Okay. Yeah. That's it. Okay. Sounds good. Uh. New round. Bad guys are on a five. Ola needs to stop passing me his initiative. (laughs) 
All right. Looks like treasure is up first on the queen, and she is going to once again take a hit to try to put this large thing down. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and let you know. Chances are, it's going to fall at the end of its turn. Oh, because it's still on fire. (laughs) Because it's still on fire. You have two other mummies that are next to you that you can Mm -hmm. attack. It is your choice, but I want to let you know. I'll go and attack the mummies. If it looks like he's not going to make it past the fire burning, we're going for the mummies. Yeah, unless he rolls a nat 20 to save against that fire, the fire is going to be enough to drop him. The boiling sound you hear is his lower intestine. (laughs) This is how you make haggis, kids. (laughs) Oh, Lord. I thought we agreed to keep treasure out of the kitchen. Well... Now I'm hungry again. Well, uh, yeah, let's let's do it. Let's kill some mummies. Okay, um, a twenty-seven to hit, and then because it's reckless as normal, mm-hmm. uh, the lower one would be a fifteen. I don't know if that Bo- would hit. Both hit. Yep. Okay, and then the second hit. Everything above an eleven. Okay, then yeah, she's basically unless she not once. She can't miss. Yep. She can't miss. So then, yeah, both of these hit. Neither were not 20s, but... Okay. Let's go ahead and do that damage. All right. This one, I do need the fire separate. Okay. So... So that is 21 slashing. Okay. And 12 fire. To 24 fire. Okay. So the mummy is still up. It does need the follow-up attack. Okay. That is going to be, again, 21 slashing. Out. Done. Oh, okay. So yep. the fire's just for flavor at that fire, point. Yeah, the fire, it catches up uh, on on the ash and uh, sort of burns it away. Any bonus actions? Treasure. I don't think I can do bonus action. I don't have anything else I can do right now. Nope. Okay. Sounds good. Then I've af- got to roll his 4D. Yes. Six, right? Well, it's at the end of his turn. At the end okay. of his turn. Yep. Okay. Afterwards, uh, it is Grizz. The wraith that's right up on Misra and Talroth and now Fable. Yep. Uh, can I use one of my attacks to try to shove it like back yes i mean it's it, it's it's spectral you don't think shoving this thing is gonna work okay i yeah. will just make attacks okay that is a natural one that is a natural one i mean this was stunned. is it stunned until the start of your turn or the end of your turn i this one resurrected after i stunned it i don't know if it remains stunned oh that's right no, it resurrected after. Why do I have an S next to it? It looks like you stunned it after it resurrected. I don't think I would have been because I used my reaction attack against one of the mummies that hit me, and I didn't do a stunning strike on that. I don't. I'm looking back. Hold on. New round. I'm cool with it being stunned. Grizz, when the DM says you stun the enemy, you stunned the enemy. Say yes. <laughs> if it helps, that with advantage still was a natural one, so. Okay. 
Why is it? No. That doesn't make sense. Okay, go, make your bonus action attack. Bonus action attack? Yep. Natural 2. Does a 13 hit? Uh, it's a 14. Okay. Uh, that's my turn. <laughs> All right. There we go. Uh, after Grizz, it is Saride. Seeing that, um, she's going to cast Bless on uh, Grizz and Talroth and Fable. Okay. Because they're the only one. I can only do three people, so. I'm hitting hard enough. We good. Yeah, and honestly, you, you probably. She doesn't need it. Like. Yeah. <laughs> You Give it to the monk that's ineffectually flailing at the ghost. <laughs> I think Grizz... It's, he's doing sauerkraut from Throw the Modern Millie from mm-hmm. the movie. I think I just successfully did the one-inch punch three times. It just doesn't do anything because it's nonsense. That's... <laughs> yeah. I, uh... Yeah. All right. <laughs> uh, anything else, Saride? That's it. Okay. Um, after Saride, Talroth. Okay, so there's there's something that is literally being barbecued from the inside out. Mm-hmm. One of the wraiths is dead. That's fighting treasure. The other one is probably going to be dead next turn. That's fighting treasure. Okay. I'm, more, I'm just, trying to, I'm just yeah. trying to keep track of where everything is. I, I got you. Fomorian is about to die. One of the rates by treasure has most of its hit points. The other two rates, uh, one is about to die. The other two rates are, are good. That's three rates total. There are three mummies, three rates, and a dying Fomorian. Grand total. That's what you got. Okay. Um, shit. And the wraith that's in front of me, this was one of the ones that was on its way down? Yep. All right. Uh, yep. Just putting Gyron staff away. Bonus action to steady aim. So I get advantage on my next attack against it. Okay. And yeah, just taking a swing at it. Okay. And let's go fishing for a crit with oven accuracy. So close. But that's still a 27 hit. Okay. Yeah. And that is a grand total of... I can math. 39. Absolutely. Yeah, the blade comes cutting through it, even with its resistance to uh, pretty much everything except for very specific things. Uh, it The the wraith sort of dissipates, falls back. The body, the tattoo be- beneath the robe begins to glow. Um, as you can see, this is an opportunity for it to be uh, destroyed. All right, and that is my turn, because I cannot move when I do steady aim. Okay. 
Uh, Fable. How about I unmute the Discord and not the stream? I was like, why am I hearing you? Why aren't you hearing me? Because I'm an idiot. Um, so this guy is glowing and about to explode. Uh, well, it's going to raise again if you don't destroy its tattoo. Oh, that's what I would like to do. All right, let's do it. Please. I'm going to firebolt. Let's yep. Try to do it twice. Make an attack roll. Oh, thank God. 23 to hit. That does hit. Roll me some damage. Yes, it does. That was a beautiful roll right there. That just the, the spinning of the dice. None of you got to see it. Uh, 19 points of fire damage. That's enough to destroy the tattoo. Absolutely. Ah! Uh, is there a second guy still up? Yes, there is. Second, uh, with bracers, uh, bonus action, second firebolt. Okay, do you want to hit a mummy or do you want to hit a priest? A mummy, because it does lots of damage. Go for it. It does extra damage to the mummies. Yep. 17. I've under- I understand what my fire does. Burns these fuckers alive. 17, 17 hits. Hit. Yeah. Um, and that is gonna be... Nineteen again. Nineteen up to yeah. thirty-eight is enough to drop the damaged mummy right there. Okay. <laughs> two mummies, two priests remain. It is the bad guy's turn. The Fomorian is going to make its swings against Fable. Then we'll see if it finishes dying at the end of its turn. Not Fable, Treasure. Excuse me. That's uh, too fair. That's fair too. Um, all three are going to hit. I'm going to roll it once. You are resistant. We're just going to do some math real quick. Okay. Uh, 20 down to 10. Three times. So you take 30 points of bludgeoning damage. And it rolls a natural three on the save. Go ahead and roll that 4d6. You got to get better than a 10. I got 20. There you go. The Fomorian boils from the inside. Now, one of the mummies follows up on treasure as the other one comes lumbering its way to the group of you. Uh, On treasure, the higher is a 15. 15 meets beats. Oh, that's right. And a con saving throw from you, please. Uh, 14 plus 7? Easy, yeah, you're good. Uh, 19 points of damage, um, reduced by 5, 14 total. Because a chunk of that's necrotic, so that doesn't get reduced. And over to the group with the mummy, Talroth. Two mummy swings on you. That's a two natural twenty camera move. That's yeah. That's that's what that that's what that happened to be. I know you can't see those numbers, but that's. Tell that Rod hasn't gotten hit yet. Well, <laughs> I has a question, Cody, because it's something Please. that I was looking at for blood burner. When yeah. I take damage, they take a D12 of damage or something. If you are below half, yeah, I am. I'm then, at twenty eight. Then yeah, go ahead and give it to me. Uh, ten. Okay, ten. 
is up to 20 because it's fire. Um, okay. So, mummies. Mummies. But he stole my dice energy. <laughs> stole something. There's. Okay. Let's grab this. There we go. All right. So I'm rolling double the number of dice. Uh, just going to do it once. And then we're going to apply it twice. Let me get the constitution saving throws, Tauroth. Two of them? Yes. Remember, you have a d4 for both. You do. So that first one's a 10. Okay. With the d4, you have mummy rot. Um... And that second one's a six. You have extra mummy rot, Master's mummy rot. Okay, so it's 10, 20, 34 uh, points uh, plus three. 37 points of damage. You're going to uncanny dodge one of those, I'm sure. Um, So that is going to reduce that down to 37, 38, down to 19. Okay, so 19 plus 38 takes you to 48, 57 total points of damage from that mummy. Ow. Are you conscious? Yeah. Okay. Well, good. I'm glad. Okay. Um, yeah. Double, double 20. That is a, that's a tough, that's a tough hit. Um, Those are my two mummies that are left. Uh, my two priests are Grizz and Saride. Grizz. Uh, those are both eights. That is going to be 15 is the higher. That's not going to hit Grizz. And Saride. Uh, that is a 13 and a 20. Uh, so, 20. It's, it's a, it's not that 20? Yeah, regular 20. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so that is going to be seven points of piercing damage, and you are paralyzed. Well, fuck. Okay. Are you conscious? Yeah, but I can't, yeah. Okay. So, if, if, yeah, if the Soul Blade... How rough, how bad are you? 28. Oh, you're fine. You got more than I do. Okay. Uh, that is it for the bad guys. New round. On a three. You guys all go before they do. Treasure's up first with a king, I believe. How much is left and how hard do I have to hit it? Uh, there are two mummies uh, that your fire axe will probably do very well to destroy. Or you so can go hit some priests, but your fire axe will do less damage on them. So I'm going to focus on those mummies because I do more damage on them? Great. 
So I'm going to turn at one of the mummies for the hits. Okay. Um, what what do I have to hit for AC? Uh, 11. Okay, then yeah. I did not nat one, so we're good on that. Okay. Uh, s- second hit. Once again, it's one of those they both hit, but neither crits. Got it. Um, and you want the fire damage separate for these guys. Yeah, give me the fire. Give it. Yeah, separate. Okay, so that is 22 slashing. The fire, sadly, wasn't very high. It was four. Uh, that is what you... So 30 total, right? 30? Mm-hmm. Okay, good, good, good. Yep, that one drops the one, the damaged mummy. You have enough movement to make it to the undamaged mummy. You're going to need to roll much better than that to finish this guy. But I okay. believe in you. And thankfully, I did roll much better. So that's going to be 18 for just the slashing damage. Okay. But a 12 for the fire. Ooh, 24 on the fire. The mummy is still alive, but just barely. It's got 16 hit points left on that mummy. Any bonus actions? Treasure. Uh, sadly, no. Okay. That's what that Flowers. new... That's that flowers, yes. That's what that subclass we're working on is for. Bonus actions for the Barbarian. Um, okay. Uh, Saride is paralyzed. Um, so we move past Saride to Talroth. Ow! What's alive? I need to hit something. Uh, or, or what's undead that I can kill? Uh, spectral priest and the mummy. So only two things left. Uh, yes, two two priests and one mummy, so three. And one mummy's one mummy and one priest are on treasure. One priest is in front of us. Yes. Well, tre- the right. treasure's moved over to you, so you guys are all on a clump. You can get to oh, okay. Yes. Uh, um. Because I'm paralyzed, does my concentration drop, or is it still up? I think you can still concentrate while paralyzed. You can, as long as you didn't take the damage to break it. uh, Concentration can be maintained. Can I roll roll the damage on that, or for concentration, for bless? Yeah, please. Yeah. Because that d4 is really fucking helping. Um, It's an 11. That's it, yeah. You, You maintain concentration. Okay. There you go. All right, so with the tattoos, even though they're a wraith, we have to take them out of wraith to hit the tattoo, or we could just go for the tattoo. That's where I was a little confused. Yes, um, because this thing normally... Officially, you're supposed to take it out of tattoo, and for the you're supposed to take it out of whatever its current form is to be able to hit the tattoo. Um, but here's my thing. I don't understand how a wraith has a tattoo. Uh, so if you want to just go hit the tattoo on the body, I will accept it. That's what I was thinking, yeah. So if both bot- if both bodies are close enough, then I'll just try to double tap both tattoos. Okay. The tattoos do have a chunk of hit points, so. That is fine. Uh, yeah, I'll focus on the first one first. Okay. Of this is just straight roll, yeah, yeah. 
that that's a twenty-two before bless. Okay. Yep. That's good. That's a 15, 15 damage. That's um, exactly I'm, what you need. Fifteen. Cool. Okay. So one of those you pierce into the tattoo. Uh, the body does rapidly decay into nothing, rejoining the ash. The spirit lets out a howling wail as it catches in the wind, its soul being just sort of dragged away from uh, the anchor that it once had. All right. And just kind of dance around to the next one and just bonus action attack at the next one. Okay. Oh, I forgot to ask. Um, Sneak attack or no? I don't think just... Yeah. yeah, I mean, you're attacking a tattoo. I feel like it's attacking a thing rather than a person. Nope. Just wanted to make sure. Yep. So with Bless, that's a total 18 to hit. Does hit. For a total of 13 damage. You stab into it, uh, it, and you watch as the tattoo wavers, but when you pull your blade out, it rapidly reheals. Uh, it is 15 hit points, regains all of its hit points at the end of every combatant's turn. So the tat- tattoo has to be done in one shot, or two, on your turn, basically. I believe that's everything for Tauroth. Uh yep. Grizz. Uh, the spirit he just destroyed, was that the one that was next to treasure or the one that was next to me? Next to you. Next to me? Okay, I'm going to move around and attack the mummy that's next to treasure. Okay. Is a natural 20. Oh, yeah, absolutely. That is 5, 12 points of damage there. Okay. Second attack against the mummy is a 13. Okay, hits. See? For another 12 points of damage. Done. Mummy is sand into the ground. There is one tattoo left. Uh, needs 15 points of damage dealt to it. If you want to bring us home, Grizz, go for it. Uh, I'd have to roll max damage to do that. I'm actually going to try to stun the spirit. Okay. Sounds good. Bunch of, that is a 16 to hit. Okay. Eight points of damage. Constitution saving throw. Con save. Ooh, uh, natural two. Yep, so he's stunned. Stunned. Sounds good. Fable. 15 points of damage, you say? I do say. I would like to try to do that. Okay. Firebolt. Weirdly effective can Oh, it's not a mummy, right? It's a wraith. It's not a mummy. Not going to do extra damage. Then I will do a normal... Actually... That still does more damage than almost any leveled spell I have at present. Unless I really don't burn all my spell slots. So I'm going to try it anyway. I'm going to try Firebolt. Okay. Because if I'm hitting twice. God. You have Bless. I do have Bless. I do have Bless. Okay. Thank you. Um, Is 13 hit. No, 15. Fuck. All right, that's fine. Bonus action. Gonna try to do it again. Okay. 
There we go. That's a 25 to hit. That does hit. And... 26 points of fire damage. There you go. That's showtime. Wreck it! <laughs> with, a, with a feral, feral yell and the likes of which no one has ever seen from her before as the fire starts to escape through cracks that it usually is just her hands. It's now her eyes and her face that are doing the melting uh, sort of running darker thing around her, around her temples. Fable just sh- sh- shrieks wordlessly just noise and hurls this sharp piercing arrow of flame exactly at this thing and it just like a like a uh, dynamite uh, you know trigger catching and sparking all the way up it just snakes through this wraith and just absolutely as the knell of battle begins to uh, quiet you guys um here, just a a rapid uh, breathing, hiding in amongst one of the piles of uh, junk or ancient priceless artifacts, depending on who you're asking. Um, you see the little horns of of the satyr sort of pop up first. His dark brown hair sort of. <laughs> who are you, people? We should probably have this conversation where we won't be attacked again. Let's run, and we'll explain on the way. Go, go, go. Oh, right, but uh, I just might... Someone grab me. You're... you're. It's out. You can move. I'm you're fine. paralyzed. Paralyzed until the end of the priest's turn. The priest's turn is over. Oh, I thought it was for, like, ever. No, until the end oh. of the priest's turn. Okay. Yeah. I'll shut up. Never mind. No, you're fine. That's you're a valid fine. question. Yeah. Like... You're good. Oh, um, all right, uh, are, are, can we help my friend? Because, you know, they're down in the mines, or the city, or the, oh, it's something. Tre- we'll go back Tre- to Grab the body, let's go. Oh, what? What body? Who's the body? Your friend. I, I, I just call him a body because I'm, we're, I'm in a panic. I need, I, I, we need to run. No, he's turning the mines. We're going to go back for him. We need to get you somewhere safe. Let's oh, move. All right, all right, let's go. One step at a time. Okay. Um, with that, I'm guessing you guys go running out of the out of the camp, and that is trailing where... flowers and cacti behind me for a bit. I think <laughs> absolutely. Um, that is where we are going to end tonight's adventure. Uh, thank you guys so so much for hanging out with us. Okay, something happened over that on that screen. What's going on? Let's see if we can make stuff work. Make stuff work. Nope, not making that work. That's not happening. Um, thank you guys so, so much for hanging out. We are, if you were trying to send me raid information, raid. I yes. cannot access my chat. So We're not going to do a raid. We're so just going to ask you all to go watch Blondie because they are going to be, she's going to be on a show with us that's coming up. So we'd love to send some love over there. I'm dropping a name in chat. I should have done Yep. Please, please head over there and let's see if I can uh, I can maybe figure this out try to be a professional thank you guys so so much uh, we appreciate you being here we are going to see you guys 
next time. But until then, uh, be cool. I don't even think I can take us out for some reason. Just crash keep the waving. computer. Just keep just, waving. Just, just, smile and wave, wave boys. Smile and wave. Smile and what wave. happened on the screen? Uh, I can't. Every time I cursor over OBS, it freezes. I'm just gonna. <laughs> I just need everyone to leave. Are they gone? Are they gone? Uh, <laughs> what? Uh, stop.